What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Every Brisbane Bullets home game, live and exclusive. Proudly presented by Karina Leagues. Visit us at karinaleagues.com.au. NBL Live on SEN and the SEN app. This is NBL Live for Karina Leagues Club. Great to have you with us wherever you're listening through SENQ Brisbane, SEN Sydney, SENNZ and via the SEN app. Drury Forbes alongside Braden Hazelhurst tonight. A big shout out to our partners, the Waterloo Bay Hotel, Community Bank Logan and of course Karina Leagues Club. Visit karinaleagues.com.au as we welcome you to the Brisbane Bullets fourth home game of the season. Of course, you'll catch every home game live on NBL Live right here on SEN throughout NBL's 24 season. We're getting closer and closer to the tip-off in this one. And, Brayden, we do have confirmation of our starting lineups. Let's take a look at them. We'll start with the home team, the Brisbane Bullets, Mitch Norton at point guard, Nathan Sobey, the skipper at shooting guard, small forward Sam McDaniel, power forward Josh Bannon, and Tyrell Harrison, perhaps the most interesting one. He'll start at centre despite Baines's return. It's the same starting lineup that was successful against the Jack Jumpers. Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think uh, coach Justin Schiller was going to change a, a winning formula after the two wins last week. And I think just ease the pressure on Baines a little bit. Tyrell's been playing really well. So uh, let him start, take the pressure off a little bit, and then bring Big, uh, bring big Baines in to take on Alan Williams shortly after that. The South East Melbourne Phoenix will line up as follows. Uh, Gary Brown at point guard, Will Cummings at the shooting guard. Small forward will be Craig Moller. At power forward, the skipper Mitch Creek and at centre, the man who's playing so well, uh, one of their imports from the States, Alan Williams. Your thoughts on the Phoenix lineup, Braden Hazelhurst? Yeah, really balanced lineup this year. They've got the, the man who runs the show in, in Gary Brown, one of the best point guards in the competition. Will Cummings, who's starting to find his feet with, with the Phoenix. He was highly touted coming out here, so he's starting to find his form. Craig Moller coming back after playing overseas. He's been a huge bonus for him. Just does all the nitty-gritty stuff. Uh, one of the sort of glue players for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Mitch Creek, again, one of the best Australians, if not the best Australian in the competition. And then big source, Alan Williams, has been huge since they've been back in the, uh, been back in the lineup uh, from injury. He's really added that uh, extra energy uh, to this Southeast Melbourne Phoenix team. Shout out to Denny Cabara, who's listening in tonight. Love your work, Denny. Braden, couple of former Brisbane Bullets in this Phoenix lineup. I speak of Garjok Gak, also Ruben Tarangi, uh, the Kiwi, and, uh, and Matt Kenyon, a player you know very well. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to coach Matt Kenyon at the Sunshine Coast Phoenix in the uh, former QBL competition when he was with the Bullets uh, with, of course, another youngster in Tom Fullerton. And he's now uh, a former Brisbane Lion and now current Melbourne Demons player. So we had some young stars in, in that team and it's great to see Matt Kenya's development brings uh, a lot of defensive prowess to this Phoenix side. Ruben Tarungi played a lot of years here. I think he played four seasons with the Brisbane Bullets. Gordrop Gak only had one season with the Brisbane Bullets last year, but I thought he was really good and thought he might be one of the players that the Bullets tried to retain. Instead, he went elsewhere and follows uh, assistant coach and former interim head coach for the Bullets, Sammy Mack, down to South East Melbourne Phoenix. So a couple of former Bullets just to spice this one up a little bit. What are you expecting tonight in this matchup, Brayden? Are you expecting a close one? Yeah, I believe so. Two teams who are, who are flying high at the moment. Um, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix probably have 
a little bit more firepower to me than the teams that um, the Brisbane Bullets went up against last week. They're a bit deeper than Tasmania and are obviously playing a lot better than the Perth Wildcats. The, the area that's important for me tonight is the rebound count. Uh, last time the South East Melbourne Phoenix played the Bullets down in Melbourne, they won by 23 points, won the re rebound count by 11, but they had 15 second chance points to just one from the Brisbane Bullets. And that's led by the likes of Alan Williams and Mitch Creek. Obviously, the uh, the addition of Aaron Baines will help that for the Bullets, but the boards are really important for, for the Bullets if they're going to get a win here tonight. I'm going to ask you a question, Braden. I'm going to ask you to look outside the two captains in Sabian Creek, but from each side, who's their most important player in tonight's matchup? We'll start with the Bullets. Well, with the Bullets, I think it's Chris Smith. Uh, I think he's a, a huge uh, factor for the Brisbane Bullets. Nathan Sobey having one of the best seasons of his career on the offensive end. He's been sensational, including last week. He spent most of the first half on the bench with foul trouble and still took over the game in that second half against the Jack Jumpers. But they need some help on the offensive end. And one guy who could provide that is Chris Smith. So look for Chris Smith to get going. And as soon as he gets on the court, watch for Coach Schuller to try and run some plays for him to get him going early. Uh, for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, I think it's Will Cummings. I think if he can provide a, a bit of boost uh, for, for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix and create trouble off those on-ball screens that sometimes the Bullets struggle with, with their bigger players, especially yep. Tyrell Harrison, uh, it might be uh, spell trouble for the Brisbane Bullets here tonight. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we saw Cummings uh, warm up earlier. He was knocking down pretty much everything beyond the perimeter, and uh, he'll certainly be a player to watch for the Phoenix. So there you go, Cummings from the Phoenix and for the Bullets, Chris Smith, the two players to watch, thanks to Braden Hazelhurst. Now, of course, we asked you to exclude Sobey and also Mitch Creek from that question. Now, they're two players that are expected to be uh, right up there in terms of MVP candidates. We're going to touch base with you as we like to do on the MVP race. Now, of course, we all know that the start of the season, your prediction for the MVP, NBL 24, Matthew Delavadova. Now, he has been out, but he does return this week. You think he can make a run? And uh, we'd like to get your thoughts on who you see as the leading MVP candidates after the first five rounds of NBL 24. Well, I think my pick's done and dusted because not only when you go down with injury, but when your team basically wins every game when you go down with injury, it doesn't look too good for your MVP case. <laughs> so I think Delhi might be out of that race, but uh, two MVP candidates for me from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. You've got Mitch Creek, but you've also got Alan Williams, who, you know, they could take votes off each other, how the Brownlow and all that sort of stuff works when you have playing such a good team as well so uh, we've got three MVP candidates here tonight but I'm still backing Milton Dorff because I think Tasmania will turn it around and I think the other person to watch is Jalen Adams when he won MVP two seasons ago didn't have a great start to the year and then he was the best player by far in the second half of the season and won MVP so for me those are the four or five players to watch out for. Interesting. I wouldn't be surprised to see a similar situation at Tasmania. It's just explained at the Phoenix where Jordan Crawford perhaps might take a few votes off Milton Doyle. But uh, time will tell. And the Jack Jumpers, they're certainly starting to make some noise, aren't they, in the NBL. We're counting down to tip-off here at Nissan Arena. This is NBL Live for Karina Leagues Club. It is the return of the big man, Aaron Baines, tonight. The Brisbane Bullets hosting the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Can't the Bullets stop the Phoenix run of four in a row? The Bullets themselves, a much improved team in season NBL 24, Braden, which uh, takes us to our next question for you. Which of the NBL sides do you see as the most improved or perhaps the, the, the teams that have surprised you most after the opening five rounds of the competition this season? Well, I think it's hard to go past the two teams that are on the floor here tonight. The Bullets 
one of the lower teams in the league, but they're a real uh, threat to that top four count uh, and even the top six where you can get in that play-in. But also, Southeast Melbourne, um, you know, weren't great last year. They're having a lot of injuries. It seems like injuries have been part of the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix since they've been in the league. But this year, they've really made improvements. Uh, Coach Mike Kelly's done a great job. Like I said, they've maintained their offensive prowess, shall I say, that they've had in the previous seasons, but they've made steps forward on the defensive end. So I think go, uh, go no further past than the two teams we've got on the court here tonight for the two most improved teams this season. Biggest disappointments? I think it's hard to go past the New Zealand Breakers and the Perth Wildcats for me. Two teams who are, who are littered with talent. Um, New Zealand Breakers have a little bit of injury to go with it, uh, but they haven't been the same team. They were one of the best teams in the league defensively last year. They're one of the worst this year, and they're right down the bottom of the ladder, and, and Perth aren't too much better right now, only with two wins on the board, and they got them pretty early as well. So for me, those are the two teams who have been a disappointment so far. Yes, uh, interesting to see how they'll both uh, bounce back. Uh, of course, the Breakers, they're up tomorrow night. They host the uh, the Cairns Taipans. And uh, we're going to see the Perth Wildcats here at Nissan Arena uh, next home game for the Brisbane Bullets. Of course, still very early in the season. It is Indigenous round here at Nissan Arena tonight. Baines returns for the Bullets. And the Bullets taking on the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. We are only minutes away from this one. Do not go anywhere. Just while we're talking as well, we're, we're lucky enough to have NBL legend and uh, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix CEO Tommy Greer behind us as well. Just took off his jacket. It's a little bit hotter up here than it is in Melbourne, but we've got Tommy Greer behind us as well. So one of the legends of the NBL. Yes, absolutely, uh, without a doubt. And the Phoenix are flying uh, at the moment under first-year coach Mike Kelly. Of course, the former Taipan coach. Justin Schuler also a first-year head coach with the Brisbane Bullets, uh, of course. Uh, Braden Heselhurst, how do you see this one playing out? Who wins and why? I think it's going to be a really tight tussle for the most of the game. But to me, I, like I mentioned before, I think Southeast Melbourne have a little bit more firepower than the two teams that the Bullets played last week. So going to be a real challenge for the Bullets defensively. We keep talking about how they want to make their name on the defensive end. And the challenges don't get much harder than this high-powered Phoenix offense tonight. So I think it's going to be really tight. But I think Southeast Melbourne Phoenix might just pip them in the fourth quarter just through their high-powered offense at the end. Yeah, of course, Nathan Sobey will have a lot to say about that in career-best form at the moment. Sobey averaging 21.8 points and 5.4 rebounds at the age of 33. And uh, remarkably, Braden Brisbane have lost eight of their last 11 home games. It's hard to believe, isn't it? Particularly with such a parochial home crowd here tonight. Absolutely, but uh, two of them have been this year that they've won, so they might be turning it around a little bit. So one thing you want to do as a coach is you want to make sure you make your home court a fortress. And they had two wins so far this season, so I'm sure Coach Justice Schuller will be aiming to try and make that a regular for the Brisbane Bullets this season. There was a lot of traffic out there in Brisbane this afternoon, so the crowd trickling in late here at Nissan Arena. You can expect a close to a full house once again on their home floor tonight, the Brisbane Bullets. It is Sobey taking on Creek. And uh, perhaps another name to watch tonight or listen to, Alan Williams, who's recorded a double-double in six of his last seven. 
Big Source, EA is one of the best players in the competition and one of the most physical players in the competition as well. And one thing to look out for is how long Tyrell Harrison stays on the court to start because he really struggled with the extra physicality that Alan Williams brings. And of course, Aaron Baines can really deal with that because Bainesy himself is one of the most physical team-out players in the league. So it'd be interesting to see that battle now works out. Now, just quickly, finally, we're not going to let you off easily, Hoff. We saw you catching up with Derek Rucker as you like to do at home games earlier. What was said? Just discussing some of the storylines around the league, in particular the New Zealand Breakers, where we're both close mates with uh, Will McDowell-White. So we're just trying to figure out how they can get back on track and, and what's to blame for their early struggles this season. All right, there you go. Thank you, Braden Hazelhurst, of course, expert comments tonight. Thanks to Community Bank Logan. This is NBL Live. Great to have you with us on SCN. Drury Forbes alongside Braden Hazelhurst. Of course, you'll catch every home Brisbane Bullets game right here on NBL Live throughout season NBL 24. Tip-off is imminent here at the Nissan Arena. Can the Bullets go ahead of 500? If they win tonight, they'll move to 5-4. and four. Looking to do that. It's been a topsy-turvy start of the year. They won their first two, lost their next four. Now they've won their next two again, Brisbane. So a crucial game, a pivotal game for the Bullets tonight. Just to edge their noses in front of that 500 mark. Crowd on their feet. It's the Brisbane Bullets taking on the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Great to have you with us. Crowd pumped up for this one, Braden. Yeah, I think they're, they're really hot because I think the, the flames are getting, getting me at the moment. So I might need to go away for a little bit of safety. But crowd always pumped in Brisbane, mate. Indigenous jerseys on show tonight opening tip off and it's Tyrell Harrison up against his counterpart there and it's going to go to the Bullets he'll get first use of it so the Bullets will get it first and already driving to the hoop is Norton who's fouled so an early trip to the foul line for Mitch Norton. Opening tip win by Harrison over Alan Williams early. Here's Mitch Norton at the foul line. And he misses the first, Mitch Norton. Not known as a great shooter, but uh, sporting the Movember this early as well. So great effort early on the Movember front from Mitch Norton. It's off to an early start. The two-time NBL champ. Mitch Norton, former Townsville Croc, former Illawarra Hawk, former Perth Wildcat. He hits one of two. So the Bullets, they lead early on. First possession, Mitch Norton hitting one of the free throws. It's now with Southeast Melbourne and driving. And uh, was that a three? It was off nonetheless. Rebound, Nathan Sobey. The shot there from Gary Brown. And three imports for Southeast Melbourne. Represents Puerto Rico at international level. There's Terrell Harrison. Looking to link up with Sam McDaniel. Another foul on the Phoenix early. This time it's against Will Cummings. Yeah, good off the ball action there from the Brisbane Bullets. Bound Tyrell Harrison at the high post and Sam McDaniel with a nice cutoff and forces Will Cummings to, to foul as well early. But straight away you see Nathan Sobey trying to push the pace just like they did against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. So still in the opening minute of this one. And the Bullets looking to extend their one to nothing lead. Norton at the top of the key. He's got Bennett screaming for him, screening for him rather. Goes himself Norton. 
and the offensive board Bannon tips it in bullets three nothing just under a minute gone Phoenix with possession crowd still on their feet opposition hasn't scored yet Helen Williams head to head with Harrison puts on a move Williams oh that looked good and he seeks the first bucket for the Phoenix that's going to be the matchup to watch for the Brisbane Bullets Alan Williams Rents right at Ty uh, Tyrell Harrison in their last game. Does the first thing to get Phoenix on the board. Oh, that was strong from Williams. He went straight into Sobe. That was aggressive. It's going to be a foul against the Phoenix big, is it? Surely that's not against Sobe. He had some words to say to the official, Braden. Interestingly, Alan Williams, just before that happened, he was screaming words. He scored the bucket, and up the other end, he was into the officials. Maybe unhappy about some contact from Tyrell Harrison, but also... Nathan Sobey calls for an unsportsmanlike foul because it wasn't a, a basketball play from Alan Williams there. He didn't make a play to try and get through the screen. Ran straight through Nathan Sobey. Right call from the referees. Yeah, he's fired up the big man. And there's more words here. He could get a technical if he doesn't stop here. Alan Williams, he's still at the officials. Meanwhile, Sobey at the charity strike for the Bullets. Yeah, going straight to experienced referee Michael Allen. Buys his shirts at... Uh, Pumpkin Patch, Michael Allen. He's one of the stockiest referees in the league. He's been working out. He has. He, he comes back every season bigger and bigger, Michael. Bit like someone I know. Yeah, Sobe misses a second. Bigger in a different way, mate. Bigger in a different way. <laughs> so the Bullets with a 4-2 advantage, and they'll maintain possession. So Williams with an early foul. A minute 15 gone, Bullets. With the two-point lead, it's with Sobey. He's already off the mark. Sobey puts up the three. Doesn't go. And the rebound to Gary Brown of the Phoenix. He'll take it coast to coast all the way off the glass. Gary Brown levels things up. A minute and a half gone for a piece. Yeah, Brown saw the mismatch with Tyrell Harrison guarding him in transition. Went right at him and able to breeze past Tyrell Harrison on that layout there. So great play from Gary Brown. And... Really surprised on that last possession from the Brisbane Bullets. Big source, Alan Williams, already got a foul. Looks really heated. To me, Nathan Sobey needs to put him back in an on-ball screen straight away. Try and get him in foul trouble and get yep. him on the bench because he's a huge part of this Phoenix team. Well, that would be the smart play, the way to go about it. But if you're Mike Kelly, I mean, despite the fact he picked up the foul, you'd love the energy from Alan Williams, wouldn't you, as your starting big? Yeah, mate. He's pumped up for this one, Sauce Williams. As long as he can control it, because he's a huge part of this team and they don't have much depth in that big man department for the Phoenix. So inbound from the Bullets, four apiece. 8.24 on the clock in the first. Norton's with it. In for Sobey, Brown marking him closely. Tyrell Harrison comes out and finds Sobey. Thought about the three, had the matchup on Williams and the steal from Brown. Phoenix have it, turnover. And Brown feeds Cummings early. And there's a bit of a foul there from Sobey, and Cummings didn't like it. Players coming together, and early on, emotions are running high here at Nissan Arena. It's four apiece. Did something happen before the game that we don't know about? Because both of these teams are fired up to start. We've seen Nathan Sobey and Alan Williams go at it, and then Nathan Sobey with a bit of extra contact on that foul against Will Cummings. So it'll be interesting to see what the refs do here, whether they call an unsportsmanlike for that contact after the whistle there from Nathan Sobey. So Nathan Sobey, he should pick up his first. Hasn't officially been recorded yet. So I believe the, the referees have gone to the review centre to see if they'll upgrade this foul to an unsportsmanlike foul from 
Nathan Sobey. The interesting thing on the defensive end for the Bullets, we've seen twice in a row the Bullets have a lot of mismatches in transition. The first one with Harrison, the second one, no one had Will Cummings on the wing there. So the transition defense from the Brisbane Bullets hasn't been great to start this game. You've just joined us, Aaron Baines makes his return tonight. We haven't seen him on the floor as yet. Jeez, wouldn't you love to see Baines in this fire early on? Against Williams, absolutely. <laughs> Get him out there, Coach Shuler. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Now, we have got an outcome from that review, don't we, Brayden? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. They haven't given a signal yet, <laughs> but it, it looks like it's going to be a technical foul because it's after the play. So, can't be an unsportsmanlike because the whistle had already gone. So, it's a technical foul. Only one shot for Will Cummings right now. Expert comments tonight, thanks to Community Bank in Logan. The Logan Thunder women's coach, Braden Hazelhurst, joins us. Also, formerly of the Brisbane Spartans. And that's Sobe's second, is it? There you go. Is that because he picked up the technical as well? Yeah, so we had the initial foul. And then in Australia and in FIBA rules, the technical foul counts as a personal foul, unlike the NBA. So, really costly mistake there from Nathan Sobe. Similar situation that the Bullets had last week with Sobe out in foul trouble early to see if they can cope with it against this high-powered Phoenix offense uh, team here tonight. All right, well, there you go. And it looks like Chris Smith is on the floor for Nathan Sobe as a result of those two early fouls. So the Phoenix, Craig Moller on the floor as a starting small forward gets us back underway. And there's a cheeky little two there from uh, Cummings, it was. Phoenix now with... Four-point buffer, eight to four. Just under eight to play. Norton penetrating, head-to-head -head on Moller. Gets the roll. No, he doesn't. Offensive board. Tyrell Harrison, who mops it up. Eight-six. The Phoenix lead by two. Seven and three-quarter remaining as Cummings now taking on McDaniel. Williams with a little floater. Doesn't go. Rebound McDaniel. Bullets ball. Eight plays, six. McDaniel takes his first shot of this match, and he gets fouled, and that's going to be against Williams, I think. So Williams is going to pick up another. That'll be his second, and McDaniel is going to the line. Really like the aggression from the Bullets guards early on. Sam McDaniel, Mitch Norton, not known as offensive players, but really putting the ball on the floor, putting pressure on the Phoenix defense, and it's resulted in Alan Williams off the floor. So great aggression from McDaniel and Norton early on. Gee, Mitch Creek's had a quiet start of this game. He's probably the only name we haven't mentioned. He hasn't had to because uh, who's <laughs> been doing the damage early on for South East Melbourne Phoenix? Will Cummings. We mentioned him in the pre-game show. So Mitch Creek will inject himself in this game. Don't worry about that. McDaniel hits the first and makes no mistake with the second either. Sam McDaniel with his first points. Eight points all. Here at the Nissan Arena as Creek's now got it. Did he draw contact from Bannon? Yes, he did. Count it and one. Yeah, miscommunication on that screen with Tyrell Harrison and Josh Bannon resulted in Bannon losing contact with Mitch Creek's body and he's able to find that driving lane, gets the contact again against Josh Bannon and great finish from Mitch Creek to get his game started as well. They're right on cue, Mitch Creek. The Australian boomer. And he misses the free throw. Offensive board, Moller for the Phoenix. They lead 10-8 as he dishes out to Cummings. Gets past McDaniel. And another offensive board. And Moller this time will get 
a foul. And don't tell me that's again against Bannon. That's two quick fouls potentially against Josh Bannon. Looks like Moller will head to the free throw line as we see Rocco Zakarski coming to the action before Bainesy, Braden. Before Bainesy. Yeah, interesting move from Coach Schuller here, especially with how physical this game's been early on. Throw the young fella out there, maybe looking for a little bit of energy. He's been known to, to make some energy plays as soon as he gets on the floor. So you shouldn't see how the young fella handles this intensity. And uh, just while that was happening, Tyrell Harrison limping to the locker room. And there's something to monitor, Braden, as Moller misses the first. So I'll let you explain what happens here if Moller misses this second half. Yep, the, the crowd goes home with a Hungry Jack's cheeseburger. Does that include yourself? Oh, there he's missed go. it. He's missed it. Would you believe it? That's the first time it's happened under our call as well. So this crowd will be happy after this game. Well, there you have it. Two missed free throws. It's 10 points to eight. The Phoenix lead. Bannon looking to level. Got his own offensive rebound. Missed his first attempt. Goes up again. Foul on him. And he'll head to the line. And already we've got the Phoenix in the bonus. We're not even halfway through the first. We spoke about how much the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix killed the Bullets on the boards, especially the offensive boards in the game where they won two weeks ago. But early on, Tyrell Harrison had two putbacks from offensive rebounds and Josh Bannon doing work on that side of the floor as well. So uh, Bullets really focus on the rebound count and trying to uh, improve from the game two weeks ago. Expert comments, thanks to Community Bank Logan. This is NBL Live, thanks to Karina Leagues. Josh Bennett hits the first to make it a one-point game here at the moment. Bullets hosting the Phoenix. He'll hit the second, the left-hander, Josh Bannon. As DJ Mitchell comes on for Bannon. Ten points apiece, 6.50 remaining in the first. We're still yet to see Aaron Baines. You've just joined us. Plenty happening. Nathan Sobey and Alan Williams both in foul trouble. Off the floor with two early fouls. There's a steal there by McDaniel. And the Bullets a chance to regain the lead back. He takes on Mitch Creek. Draws contact. Where was the foul then, Braden? McDaniel missed, but surely... That was a foul against Creek, and no call. And the Phoenix have it up the other end through Moller. And now Creek penetrating, takes on DJ Mitchell. And Zakarski almost took the rebound and ended up with Mitch Norton. Bullets ball. Yeah, great drive on that last possession from Sammy Daniel. Got Creek up in the air. To me, that was contact enough for a foul, but refs didn't see it that way. Chris Smith, corner three. Doesn't go. Mitchell was pushed out of it, though. Might go against the Phoenix, this. And it will. It's going to go against Southeast Melbourne's Ben Eyre. And they're in the bonus, so that'll send the Bullets to the line. Really, really huge factor there for the Bullets getting the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix in foul trouble because without Nathan Sobey on the floor, he's on the bench with foul trouble. You need to keep the scoreboard ticking over somehow, and a way to do that is to get to the free throw line and able to do that now with Southeast Melbourne Phoenix in the bonus. DJ Mitchell, son of former North Melbourne Giant Mike Mitchell. Any chance I get to mention the North Melbourne Giants, Braden, I'll take it as he hits both of them. You're going to have to mention the other former Melbourne team now with uh, Sam McKinnon and Mike Kelly out here tonight. The Southeast Melbourne Magic, of course. The great Bruce Bolden as well. <laughs> so 12-10. Brisbane over the Phoenix. The Phoenix. Mitch Creek gives it off. And was that Brown, was it? Didn't get the teardrop to go. We've got another foul called. 
Isaac White getting ready to come on for Brisbane. And we see that drive there from Gary Brown. He might not have scored, but he drew, drew Rocco Zakarski to try and go for the block attempt. And what happens most of the time, if they miss that rejection attempt, the offensive rebound falls in the hands of their player, and that's what happens there with Gorjok Gak able to get the board. Who misses the first. Now, what happens if we get another two missed free throws? You stay, stay with one, mate. You don't, you don't get the double up. All right, well, Gorjok Gak, he's missed both of them. So that could have been two cheeseburgers, big fella. Warner, surely that's a meal, right? That's a meal. <laughs> of course, Gorjok Gak, one of three former bullets in this Phoenix lineup. So 12-10 Brisbane lead. Isaac White is on, feeds Rocco Zakarski. That was on a platter for the seven-footer. Zakarski, Brisbane's NBL next star. And air goes without it. Up the other end. And we've got uh, we've got another foul, have we? This is a foul-a-thon. Yeah, I'd be running out of breath if I was the ref on all these fouls, but uh, both teams really struggling to play any defense without fouling, and uh, we see it there on the drive there from Ben Eyre. But I love that possession from Isaac White. We saw, I I've spoken about, he's one of the guys that the Bullets expect to be an offensive spark plug off the bench, and he hasn't really done that until that game against the Jack Jumpers last week. It was sensational in that first half. And the first play on the court, he comes off an on-ball, has an open shot, turns down, finds Rocco Zakarski right underneath the basket. Ben Air hits both the free throws, and both teams now over the foul limit with 5.20 still to go in the first. It's 14 to the Bullets, 12 for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Brisbane with possession. And here's Chris Smith, the man we highlighted pre-game. Little mid-range jumper. Doesn't go quick. Rebound for the Phoenix. So also on is Ruben Tarangi, who puts up the three for the Phoenix. McDaniel was there to take the board. Tarangi, as we mentioned, another former Brisbane Bullet. Also Gak. And McDaniel doesn't get it to go. Offensive board from Zakarski. The hook shot came up short. Now up the other end go Phoenix Benair. Trying to wrong foot McDaniel. And linking up with Gorjon Gak. Creek. To Rangi. Now back to Mitch Creek. He's only got the two points so far. And he'll get another opportunity to add to that tally as he heads to the foul line. Mitch Creek found in the act of shooting. First of all, great possession from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. The way that ball popped around and the movement. I'll let you call this bit, Drury. Here he comes, the big fella, Aaron Baines, into the mix. And how good's this? Williams also back on the floor as well. We're going to get the battle between Williams and Baines. Really important too. Alan Williams in, uh, has two fouls already, so expect the Bullets to go inside to Bainesy early on, try and get Williams his third. But that possession previously from the Phoenix, great ball movement. Finds the mismatch, and Mitch Creek just baited Chris Smith into that foul from the post. Mitch Creek one from one. This is second shot coming up. And he misses the second. DJ Mitchell with the board. So Mitch Creek missing a couple of free throws already tonight. He's got the three points. It's 14-13. Bullets lead. Baines went up for his first basket. Williams defended him nicely. And... No dice for Baines, and now Williams up the other end. Baines draws the offensive foul, and that's the third for Alan Williams. Is that an offensive foul or what? I think it is. Baines, he did well there to get his feet in position. 
Is that some words here, Baines? Or what's going on here, Braden? We love that early on, like you said. <laughs> might uh, might feel a bit tentative early on, but Bainesy, just that smarts defensively. He's been there, done it all over the world, able to read where Alan Williams is going on that pick and roll and force the charge. And Alan Williams now on the bench with three fouls. Probably has to sit until the second half now. Baines had some words to say. He was unhappy. He got the call, did Baines? So now... Gack will have the responsibility of guarding Gaines. And now G Baines, I should say. And now Baines gets a call against Gack and will head to the free throw line, Aaron Baines. Great recognition there from the Brisbane Bullets. Notice that they have the smaller Gorjock Gack, probably different Alan Williams. Alan Williams more physical. Gorjack Gack relies on his athleticism. Goes straight to Baines, he down low, force the foul, and now you get to deliver the free throw line once again. So Aaron Baines in his first game back from a five-game suspension. He hits the first free throw. Welcome back, Aaron Baines. The marquee signing for the Brisbane Bullets. One of two marquee players was Skipper Sobey. And hits the second, Aaron Baines. Welcome back, big fella. And the Bullets, they lead by three. Four minutes remaining in the first. 16 plays, 13. Alan Williams already with three fouls for the Phoenix. He's off the floor. Rely heavily now on Creek, ever more so the Phoenix. As Air looks to go inside, Smith tried to swap it away. Swatted away, I should say. Didn't get the steal, and Air scores. Here's Isaac White now, drawing the foul. Foul will go against Reese Vague for the Phoenix. And both teams are in the bonus. Every time there's a foul, we're going to the free throw line, Braden. Yeah, and, and just quickly, there's been... The Bullets have 16 points, right? South East Melbourne have 15 there's been 17 fouls in the first six and a half minutes of this game, which is, I don't think I've ever seen that before as we see Gorjok Gak go with what looks like a leg injury. He's getting carried off by Mitch uh, Creek and Ben Eyre. Hopefully he's okay because Gorjok Gak, a sensational talent, has had some injury battles in his first two seasons in the NBL. Missed a couple of games to start this year through injury, so hopefully he's okay. And... You know, we just spoke about the fact that Williams is in foul trouble. Well, this doesn't help their cause either, with Gak probably the man that was going to pick up most of Williams' minutes. No, so expect Reese Vague to probably go to the five, and then Mitch Creek and Ruben Tarangi will sort of play that four-man spot and provide some extra depth in that area. Is Isaac White very accomplished free-throw shooter at the line, as you'd expect. Nails the first of two. How do you rate his mullet, Drury? One of the best in the competition or one of the best you've seen in sports so far, you reckon? It's got to be right up there, Isaac White. Continu well maintained, well maintained. <laughs> I was going to say, as he hits the second, continues to be trusted, doesn't he, by coach Justin Schuler in big match situations? Yeah, I think that's why he recruited him. Someone who's not afraid of the moment can make big plays, especially offensively. There's DJ Mitchell with the seal on Mitch Creek and Isaac White's got a bullet's ball. 18 to 15. Baines for three. Oh, Aaron Baines. What are you up here at the Nissan Arena? I haven't heard this arena so loud and cheering on Baines and hit that three. He hasn't hit many in his first couple of games this season. So that's a huge make there from Aaron Baines. The response from the Phoenix doesn't go. Ben Eyre it was. Chris Smith. And now Baines, they go to him straight away. And he was only about two feet out from the hoop there, Aaron Baines. And he missed just about everything is Tarangi thought about the corner three Phoenix have it bullets lead 21 to 15 Tarangi from Auckland the former bullet and he gets it to go for a crucial two for the Phoenix 
21 to 17, just under two and three quarters remaining in the first. NBL round six, Chris Smith to Baines. Oh, he had it. Just Tarangi to beat off the glass and Baines couldn't get it to go. Now Baines is on the deck holding his left leg. It's all happening here tonight. And what are the officials ruled here? Someone's going to go to the line because a foul has been called. And Baines is hobbling off. We saw Terrell Harrison hobbling off earlier. Well, Terrell Harrison's back on the floor, so that's good news for Brisbane. But we're going to see Mitch Creek go to the line here for the Phoenix. What is happening here tonight? We've had injuries. We've had scuffles. We've had 17 fouls in the first seven and a half minutes. It's, it's all happening on Thursday night. Aaron Baines hitting threes. It is all happening. <laughs> now, two and a half to play. I'm listening to NBL Live, thanks to Karina Leagues. Mitch Creek at the charity stripe. This time he hits both. 21 plays 19. We haven't seen a Waterloo Bay timeout yet either, have we? That would be interesting. Both, both coaches keeping them in the chamber after this first quarter. So, sure we'll get some soon. Chris Smith. Terrell Harrison is back on. Ignored Isaac White. Takes on Creek. Hook shot. Doesn't go rebound Creek. Mitch Creek using his strength to do a job on the big fellas. Did it against Aaron Baines and again against Harrison on that possession. There's Tarangi from deep. He was off. So two minutes to play. Bullets by two. Chris Smith from Isaac White. And Mitch Norton back controlling things. We still haven't seen Nathan Sober yet since going off with those two early fouls. Norton with the layup attempt. Again, rebound by Mitch Creek. It's a one-possession game. Creek for the lead for the Phoenix. Pulls up the three, and Harrison got the board. As Norton just tries to restore a little bit of order here for Brisbane. With a minute and a half to play, Chris Smith. that like to see a bit more from him offensively tonight. The Bullets, Isaac White. Goes inside, one-on-one -on -one there against Matt Kenyon, who's on another former bullet. Rebound Phoenix, Cummings, Tarangi. Again, thought about the corner three. Isaac White quickly on him, back to Cummings. Guarded by Norton, takes him on. Will Cummings doesn't get the roll. Chris Smith was there for Brisbane. Yeah, really like both possessions from both teams. They just weren't able to finish it. Really like the job Mitch Norton is doing, is getting through, the, uh, get the bullets through some offense at the moment. I'm sure it'll pay off in this last minute. Less than a minute to go here in the first 21-19. Brisbane lead. Norton over the top to Harrison. Tarangi didn't know where that was. Harrison knew where the hoop was. Put that play down to Mitch Norton. The way he got his team organised. Able to find Tyrell Harrison on the mismatch there. Great possession from the Brisbane Bullets. 23-19, 40 seconds remaining. Ruben Tarangi back to Mitch Creek. Little give and go. Creek goes up. He got fouled. It'll either be against Chris Smith or DJ Mitchell. And Mitch Creek... Creek with two free throws coming up. What you see from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix here is they're getting some ball movement, but it doesn't really have any purpose to it. And all they want to do is get it to Mitch Creek in the post. And from there, he's too hard to stop. We see him almost go to the foul line every time. To, to me, the Brisbane Bullets, you've got a non-shooter out there. He's been subbed off at the moment in Matt Kenyon. Try and double Mitch Creek early and get the ball out of his hands because he's too hard to stop from that post area. Mitch Creek. Starting to make an impact. You just joined us. American import Alan Williams with three first quarter fouls. He's still sitting on the bench. And also for the Phoenix, Gorjok Gap. Their backup center limping off. 
So they're undermanned already, the Phoenix. Creek with his second. Misses. He's missed free throws tonight. He could have had more than what he has to his tally. Six points, Creek. And it's a two. It's a one-possession game with two possessions remaining. Only around 10 seconds left on the shot clock after this Brisbane possession. Chris Smith lights it up and knocks down the three. Huge three-pointer for the Bullets with now about 12 seconds remaining. It's a six-point margin Phoenix ball. Gary Brown controlling things. Final five seconds, Gary Brown steps back, corner three. Oh! That was ice cold by the Puerto Rican international. As time expires, a Hail Mary almost hitting. And that'll do us here at quarter time. 26 plays, 23. The Brisbane Bullets leading the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Every Brisbane Bullets home game, live and exclusive. Proudly presented by Karina Leagues. Visit us at karinaleagues.com.au. NBL Live on SEN and the SEN app. Welcome back to Nissan Arena. This is NBL Live here on SEN. The Bullets' fourth home game of the season, taking on the Phoenix. What an action-packed first quarter we have just heard here at Nissan Arena tonight. The Bullets lead by three, 26-23. But Braden Hesselhurst, where on earth do we start? That quarter had everything. Yeah, and just to give our, our listeners an, an idea of what happened in that first quarter and how many fouls were called. There was 19 fouls and 29 free throws in one quarter. And, wow. And I just got a text message from the great Ben Davis who said that opening quarter was more hectic than the movie Hereditary. So that's a uh, good line there from Benny Davis. Of course, Benny Davis scared of horror movies. Can't, can't watch them. So if he's scared, it's, uh, it must be pretty epic, mate. Well, it must. He's, he's a big unit, isn't he? Absolutely. Just like us, mate. <laughs> So 26 to 23, second quarter underway. This is NBL Live for Karina Leagues. Head to karinaleagues.com.au. Great to have you listening, Benny Boy. As we get set here for the second quarter, it's Phoenix Ball. And Alan Williams is on the floor at the moment for the Phoenix. We'll take you through some numbers in a moment. Here's Cummings driving to the Phoenix. Oh, had light work there of Harrison on that occasion there. And... Uh, is there a foul called there, Braden? It might be a plus one. No, not a shooting foul by the looks of it. Yeah, the call was before the shooting act from Will Cummings. So, side out of bounds there for the South East Melbourne Phoenix. Just some numbers uh, for you there from the first quarter. Uh, Brisbane shooting 40% from three. South East Melbourne 20%. 27% field goal percentage for the Bullets in that first term, Braden. Something that stands out. Yeah, it's huge. But to me, it's the rebound count I spoke about how the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix won the second chance points 15 to 1 when they won a couple of weeks ago. Right now it's 8 0 to the Bullets, so the Bullets doing a much better job on the rebounds. Still no Nathan Sobey on the floor after picking up two early fouls. Williams on the floor for the Phoenix. He's got three Bullets, have possession. Leading by three, Chris Smith taking on Moller, top of the key. And that'll go out of play. Wasn't far off there, Chris Smith. Yeah, don't really like that shot from Chris Smith. I don't really like him shooting those threes off the dribble. To me, he's much better off the catch, as we saw when he hit that one towards the end of the first quarter. So no change to the quarter time score. Mitch Creek leading the game with six points at the moment. For the Brisbane Bullets, Bainesy leading with five. He's not on the floor at the moment, Baines. Norton is controlling things. Chris Smith, now Sam McDaniel. Taking on Molly, he's got the screen from Harrison, goes back to Chris Smith. 
Smith now guarded by Reese Vague. They go up to Norton for the corner three, although, although he dishes off to McDaniel, and they take the mid-ranger instead, Sam McDaniel. That move has turned into a bit of a trademark move there from Sam McDaniel. A hard dribble to his left, and then a spin move with a nice mid-range jumper over the outstretched hand of Craig Moller. Brown with the drive, and then at the last moment back to Cummings, who finds Brown in the corner. Brown versus Norton. A little move there from Brown. He's called for a travel, though. Travel on Gary Brown. And Phoenix still yet to open their account here in the second term. And, and despite that three Gary Brown made to finish the quarter, which was a really tough shot and a huge shot for him, Mitch Norton has done a great job of staying in front, and he's one of the hardest guards to stay in front of in the league. So Mitch Norton doing a great job on the defensive end. DJ Mitchell getting some minutes here for the Bullets. 28 plays 23, 8 to go in the second. Norton right under the ring. And then Harrison, Johnny come lately to finish it off. He arrived just in time. And the dish from Norton and Harrison put it away for an easy two. Mitch Norton again able to draw Alan Williams and then find Tyrell Harrison with the smaller Gary Brown on him. Just great execution from the point guard. Here's Alan Williams who's fired up early. Is that another steal? Oh, wonderful work there from Tyrell Harrison. The steal on Williams. They just turned defense into attack. And Chris Smith off the glass. And coach Mike Kelly has seen enough. That is a Waterloo Bay Hotel timeout every day of the week. And coach Justin Schuller almost goes all the way out to greet Tyrell Harrison after that amazing play. A loose ball after a deflection from the Brisbane Bullets defense. Alan Williams had the lead on Tyrell Harrison, but Harrison way more desperate to get after the ball. Dives on the floor, and it ends up in a, a transition takeaway for the Brisbane Bullets and a, and a layup there for Chris Smith. So great effort there from Tyrell Harrison. That timeout thanks to the Waterloo Bay Hotel. Live, loud, affordable, delicious. Braden, I know you're a fan. Absolutely, mate. Down at the uh, beautiful Brisbane Bayside. So love the Waterloo Bay Hotel and my man Justin Ham down there. So he does a great job at the Waterloo Bay. So timeout Phoenix and the Bullets there enjoying a nice run to open up the second quarter. And the Phoenix still searching for their first points of the second quarter. Seven and three quarter minutes remaining until half time. A six nothing run to start the second from the Brisbane Bullets. And uh, surely they're going to, they haven't even, this is all without Nathan Sobey, Braden. I mean, do you think we're going to see Sobey out of this timeout for the Bullets? Yeah, huge. To me, there's two things that have shown that this year's Bullets team is different and what this Bullets team is all about. It's how they've coped with Nathan Sobey off the floor this game and last week against the Tasmania Jack Jumpers and that play from Tyrell Harrison diving on the floor. I reckon I would have been able to count the amount of times the Brisbane Bullet dived on the floor on one hand over the past five or six seasons. So, to me, some signs, uh, some really positive signs there from the Brisbane Bullets. Indeed. Still no Sobey, mind you, out of this timeout for the Brisbane Bullets. So back underway here on the floor for them. Norton, McDaniel, Bannon's back on. Chris Smith and Tyrell Harrison for the Phoenix. Brown, Cummings, Mitch Creek, Alan Williams, and also the number 33 in Craig Moller. As Williams, just with a little mid-range floater, he gets that to go, Williams. So he's now on the four points, but he's on three fouls. Mind you, Harrison off the glass, banks it in. Swift response. From the other Bullets, five. And uh, yeah, having a great battle with Williams at the moment is Terrell Harrison as Mitch Creek gets fouled and looked like in the act of shooting. Mitch Creek being called for a flop down the other end on Tyrell Harrison. He tried to draw Harrison into the charge, but the referee is well aware 
of that one fell way too easily and Harrison with a great finish. We see the Brisbane Bullets go into a 2-3 zone uh, out of that timeout from coach Justin Schuller. But the two areas you need to protect is the middle of the key and the short corner. And they haven't done that in the first two possessions. We saw big source Alan Williams get that floater from the short corner and then Mitch Creek able to drive straight through the middle. So they need to be able to correct that. Now the crowd still, and the ground announcers, mind you, still chanting Hungry Jacks, Braden. Are you sure it's only limited to one burger? Yeah, they're just doing it for fun now. I think they just like the chant. Do they get my hopes up? <laughs> Mate, again, they're going to have to go to the Waterloo Bay Hotel or Karina Lee's Club instead. Just on a night where we've seen another two missed free throws as Crick missed them both. That's the third time it's happened. And Bullets with it leading 34 to 25. Just under seven to go. Sobey's back on. Welcome back, Nathan Sobey, with a huge triple. We spoke about the Bullets' transition defense not being good enough early in this game, but not good enough there from Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. How do you go back in transition defense and not locate the second leading scorer in the league? That's not good enough from the Phoenix. And we saw Nathan Sobey last week, how he's able to stay out for a lot of the first quarter with foul trouble, but still be able to get back in the game and have a contribution right away. And he does that there with that big three from uh, in transition for the Bullets. It's four points for Nathan Sobey. He's got the two fouls. And now Cummings up the other end. Sam McDaniel putting his hand up as one of the best defenders in the comp. He stopped Cummings in his track. He stripped Williams of it. And now the Bullets have an alley-oop Norton to Harrison. Harrison with the throwdown jam. And the Bullets are up and about 39 to 25. They lead by 14. Coach Justin Schuller would be feeling the biggest sense of pride at the moment. He talks about how we wanted this team to be different and how they wanted to compete more than in previous years. We've seen Sam McDaniel there dive on the floor, get a loose ball and end up in a bucket for the Bullets. Tyrell Harrison did it earlier, so the Bullets with all the running at the moment. Tyrell Harrison, what a season he is having. Started the year as Baines' backup. Make it very hard for coach Justin Schuller to take him out of the starting lineup. 39 to 25, the Phoenix. Let's not forget they've won four in a row coming into tonight. Alan Williams, coach Mike Kelly continues to play him. And now Moller directly in front, lines up the three. That was in and out. Bullets rebound, Sobey. They don't muck around, McDaniel driving around the foul line. Dishes back, Norton for three this time. That was in and out as well. Williams rebound, and here's Gary Brown for the Phoenix. Guarded by McDaniel. Under six minutes remaining in the second. Inside to Williams. He'll be hard to stop from there. He was fouled. Didn't get the, the roll. Could have been a three-point play. Instead, he'll head to the line for two free throws. Yeah, we've seen it non-stop from Alan Williams. Every time he gets the ball near that keyway, he's way too physical for Tyrell Harrison. To me, they, what the Bullets are trying to do is they're trying to do what's called ice and on-ball screen, which means they push it towards the sideline. So for them to keep Alan Williams quiet on the roll, the other person needs to dig in from the other side and try and stop him from getting the ball in the keyway, and that didn't happen on that occasion. Williams starting to find his mojo in this one as well. He's now up to five points, makes the first, and makes the second. He's got a very high-arching free-throw style, doesn't he, Alan Williams? What were you like at the charity strike, Braden? Mate, if you call yourself a shooter, you have to be good from the free throw line. Everyone who calls himself a shooter and he's not, they're not a real shooter, mate. The question is, did you get to the free throw line? I didn't get there much apart from the shoot technical <laughs> fouls. Here's Sobey taking on Creek. It's captain versus captain. Sobey 
Sobe with the pull-up mid-ranger gets it the go. That's six points now for Nathan Sobe. He is well and truly in the MVP conversation. Lovely move there from Gary Brown to respond swiftly for the Phoenix. So 41 to 29, just over five minutes remaining. Halfway through the second quarter. Isaac White in the point guard position goes direct to Bennon. The left-hander of Josh Bennon. That was also easy. Found space. And never looked like missing Josh Bennon. Alan Williams takes on Baines. And there's a foul on Baines. And Williams makes the basket. So a chance for a three-point play as we see Alan Williams really starting to take things up a notch. Yeah, again on that pick and roll with Gary Brown. They try and push the ball to the sideline. And that leaves room for Alan Williams. Catches the ball and great touch off the move for a big fella. But down the other end, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix now going to a 2-3 zone. And I spoke about how you can't allow it in the short corner or the middle of the keyway. Just allowed Josh Bannon to go right to the middle and have a wide open jump shot. So not enough pressure there from the Phoenix defensively. So Williams now Southeast Melbourne's top scorer with nine. 43 plays 32, the margin 11 bullets lead. Four minutes 40 remaining in the second. The big names on the court at the moment. McDaniel finds Isaac White. Back out to McDaniel. The corner three. McDaniel. Baines with the offensive board. Off the glass. Makes it count. Aaron Baines. That's seven points for him. And the Bullets back out to a 13-point lead here over the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. This is NBL Live. Thanks to Karina Leagues. Head to karinaleagues.com.au. As Cummings wanted to drive. McDaniel was in his way. Had to retreat. Goes back to Allian Williams and White went flying. And the call's going to go against Alan Williams here. And Williams is not a happy camper. Remonstrating with the officials. That's his fourth foul. He's not happy, but I think that was the right call from the referee. I watched the whole play. Had the handoff to his teammate, but then moved straight into the defender. Maybe a little bit of exaggeration on the contact, but it was the right call. He was moving on that handoff. Sam McDaniel taking a breather, getting high fives from the Brisbane coaching staff. Of course, Greg Vanderjack and Darrell McDonald, the assistants at Brisbane. And coming on now for the Phoenix is Reese Vague. 45 to 32, four minutes and seven remaining in the second. Brisbane looking to go to a five and four record with a win tonight. Currently four and four. Phoenix coming to this one with a four game winning streak. Nathan Sobey, the captain on the floor, pulls up the three. Sobey! Gee, that was almost in, wasn't it? That was three quarters of the way in and then it popped out. Creek looking to respond for three. Mitch Creek and keeps the Phoenix within striking distance. Spoke about it earlier with the Phoenix transition defense and not locating Nathan Sobey. Then the Brisbane Bullets did it, did it again to, to Mitch Creek and allowed him a wide open three. So not good enough in transition defense there for the Brisbane Bullets. Sobey, the 33-year-old, taking on Creek. Captain versus captain. He gets the foul call. Does he? Yes, it's a foul, I think. For a moment there. Well, he gets the foul in the end, Sobey, so he's going to the line and he'll shoot two. Yeah, it makes the adjustment from the previous on-ball screen where he pulled up for a, for a contested jump shot over two people, forces his way to the keyway there and goes to the foul line. I thought he got away with a bit of a travel, <laughs> but he goes the way to the free throw line and try and, uh, try and increase his scoring tally. Well, I wasn't going to mention it, Braden. I did see your signal travel. And the officials called foul. 
Uh, you get a gather step these days. Sometimes the refs forget that it's not gather steps, but we do have more steps allowed these days. Osobi, who hit the first, this can make it two from two, and he does so. So Nathan Sobey hits both of his free throws. And the score here at the Nissan Arena, 47 to 35. That's now eight points for Nathan Sobey. After getting off to a slow start with early foul trouble, Alan Williams back off the floor for the Phoenix after picking up his four fouls. And here's Air penetrating out to Moller for three. Craig Moller with the Midas touch. He's got the long locks flowing. And there is a Waterloo Bay Hotel called by Justin Schuler and the Brisbane Bullets. Really important area time of the game here for the Brisbane Bullets. They've got Alan Williams fouled out on the bench with foul trouble, but they really need to try and increase this lead. But then the defense wasn't good enough, allowed Ben Air to create off and on more screen. There was overhelp from the corner and allowed Craig Moller way too much space for that three-point attempt. And now the Bullets only lead by nine. So for me, going into this halftime break, if the Bullets are gonna win this game, they need to extend this lead with Alan Williams on the bench even further than what it is now. And importantly for the Bullets, Braden Sobey still just with those two fouls. He hasn't given away a foul here in this second quarter as yet. No, he, he's been better. So uh, uh, the Bullets been much better defensively, but really need to keep that up. Because like I said, not only Alan Williams out, but Gordrock Gak out with an injury as well. So the South East Melbourne Phoenix are a bit low on bigs this game. But the other thing that comes with that is the South East Melbourne Phoenix probably going to be harder to guard because they're probably going to have more shooters on the floor, more space. So really dangerous time for the Bullets defensively. Letting all scorers on the floor, Tyrell, or Tyrell Harrison, I should say. Can you believe that the big fella leads with 10 points? Sobey with eight, Baines with seven for the Phoenix. Creek and also Alan Williams with nine and also Gary Brown with seven. This is NBL Live here on SEN. Catch every home game of the Brisbane Bullets NBL 24 season right here on SEN. Three minutes 18 to play in the second. Bullets lead by nine, 47 to 38. With possession as White dishes to Sobey. Baines on the floor at the moment too. Sobey goes straight to Baines. Double team, that's not gonna stop the big fella. Aaron Baines, the former San Antonio Spurs NBA champion. His return game tonight, he's now got nine. Great execution for the Bullets there. Able to draw two people to the ball. Find Aaron Baines on the roll. To me, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, when you haven't got many bigs out there, switch everything so you can stay in front. They don't. Baines, he gets a layup. He's there, taking it all the way, but wasn't going to go. And Baines with the board, and he tripped over his teammate there, Baines. And what's the call here? It's a technical foul on Ben Eyre. Thought he was fouled on that drive and referee Jackie Dover didn't like what he said after the shot. So a technical foul and a free throw here for Nathan Sobey. Sobey, of course, he doesn't miss these. It's Indigenous round. Great to see the court design in full swing, both the Aboriginal flag and the Torres Strait flag as well, or Torres Strait Islander flag, I should say, as Sobey hits the technical free throw. He made 30, almost 34 straight before last round and then missed four in the two games last week, Nathan Sobey. So he had a bit of a disappointing previous round from the free throw, free throw line, Nathan Sobey. Well, 
Up to nine points just like that, Sobi. And the Bullets will maintain possession. 50 plays, 38. Just over two and a half minutes remaining here in the second quarter. Expert comments tonight thanks to Community Bank Logan, Braden Hazelhurst in the hot seat. The men they call the Hoff. Here's Nathan Sobey just slowing things down momentarily here for the Bullets. Gets the screen from the big fella in Baines. Finds Bannon. Still outside the perimeter here, Sobey taking on Moller. Again, another screen from Baines. Now finds Norton in the corner. Didn't get to go. Baines got a touch on it. Went straight back to Norton. Norton with the teardrop. Doesn't go. Bannon, offensive board. Isaac White directly in front. Dishes off to Norton for the three. Oh, my goodness. The Brisbane Bullets... They can do no wrong out there. And it causes Mike Kelly to call a timeout thanks to the Waterloo Bay Hotel. And the Brisbane Bullets finish off a play. They got a couple of offensive boards there and Norton with the huge three. And that should make it 53 to 38 off the back of that Norton three, Braden Hazelhurst. Yeah, and again, I mentioned it earlier, the second chance points battle. The Bullets leading that 13 to zero and they're really dominating the offensive glass at the moment. The Bullets get several chances there. Uh, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, unable to finish the possession with a rebound, ends up in a wide open Mitch Norton three. And I, I guess the, the rebounding will be the message from Mike Kelly in this timeout at the moment. So 53 plays, 38. Confirmed score with two minutes and eight seconds remaining in the second quarter. A big three there from Norton. They continued to look to find Norton, hence the pressure that was applied on other shooters in that possession from the Bullets. And uh, a real team effort from the Bullets here tonight, particularly if you look at their scoring. Harrison on 10, Sobey and Baines both on 9. And Alan Williams, the big story coming out of this first half. Four fouls, of course, in the NBL. You only get five fouls, so he can't afford to foul at all. We most likely definitely won't see him at least until the third quarter. Yeah, I would say probably the later stages of the third quarter as well. But the other thing you've got to imagine is if you're the coach, Mike Kelly, the game could get out of reach. So you'd rather him foul out and the game still be in reach. So what do you do in that situation? They're the dilemmas you have as a coach. Does he become a defensive liability with only the one foul to give, Brady? Yeah, you could play some zone as they have done in this first half as well. Oh, McDaniel with a huge steal. Although it fell straight into the arms of Matt Kenyon, who could get some minutes now. It's back now with Brown for three, the Puerto Rican international. He misses, and the shot clock expires because it didn't actually hit the rim, the shot from Brown, although Moller came away with it. It was a shot clock violation technically. It'll be Bullets ball with 1.38 to play. 15 points the margin, 53 plays, 38. Really poor possession from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix offensively. Too much perimeter-orientated stuff. Gary Brown ends up shooting a contested step-back three. When they've looked their best is when they've got into the post to Mitch Creek, and they haven't done that for four or five minutes. So Norton, starting point guard. Looks like Sobey's having a breather momentarily here. DJ Mitchell is back on. A deep two from Mitchell. He's a wonderful shooter for a big, isn't he, DJ Mitchell? Yeah, that's a really tough shot. A turnaround fadeaway over Mitch Creek. Really tough shot, but that's what DJ Mitchell can do. Can hit the three as well. 55 to 38. Approaching the final minute, Gary Brown. Moller for three for the Phoenix. 
And that didn't look like going as well. Kept in by Isaac White. G. McDaniels having a great game defensively again. White with the Euro step off the glass. Isaac White. That looked pretty. And that pace is all generated from their defense at the moment. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix haven't got a good shot in the last couple of minutes, and it's leading the transition for the Bullets. That time, Brown with the assist to Mitch Creek. Unopposed under the ring and a much-needed bucket for the Phoenix. That's Creek now the only player in the first player for the Phoenix in double figures, but he leads the game with 11. Creek at the moment. As now Norton finding Baines again, and Baines gets it to go, and Baines now with 11 of his own. Joint leader. What a return for Aaron Baines tonight. 59 to 40. Final seconds, 11 seconds in fact to go. Final possession perhaps for Southeast Melbourne. They'd love to make this count. Gary Brown outside the perimeter. Now he comes inside a mid-range jump shot and he got fouled in the process. Two free throws coming up, 3.4 seconds remaining on the clock in the second quarter. Yeah, smart move from Gary Brown. That's veteran skills there. Gets in front of DJ Mitchell on the on-ball screen and then just stops and holds his momentum and DJ Mitchell runs into the back of him and creates the foul. So good possession there from Gary Brown. But we've seen without the bigs for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, they've gone to that switching defense that I've spoken about, but the Bullets just killing them in that area, finding Aaron Baines on the roll every time. So 59 to 40, Bullets lead the Phoenix, 4.4 seconds remaining. Brown to shoot two free throws. Hits the first. So 4.2 seconds now on the clock. The clock has been adjusted. So the Bullets will get a shot perhaps at a three. Perhaps enough time just to get it up court as Brown hits the second. So 59 to 42. 4.2 seconds on the clock. They go to Zakarski from the inbound. Zakarski shoots from uh, near halfway and uh, that was well operated. That was an air ball and that'll be half time here at the Nissan Arena. 59 points to 52. The Bullets in control. 59 to 42 rather. Apologies. 59 to 42. The Bullets a 17 point lead at the main break. Yeah, great finish from the Brisbane Bullets. I spoke about how much that was needed with Alan Williams out. They're able to finish the half with momentum there. Ends up in a 17-point lead. To me, they were dominant on both ends of the floor. They're not known to light up the scoreboard, have 59 at the half, and then known as a good defensive team, keeping one of the best offensive teams in the league to just 42. So great half there from the Brisbane Bullets. 27% field goal shooting up. Every Brisbane Bullets home game, live and exclusive. Proudly presented by Karina Leagues. Visit us at karinaleagues.com.au. NBL Live on SEN and the SEN app. Welcome back to Nissan Arena. The Brisbane Bullets taking on the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Halftime here. Bullets 59, leading the Phoenix 42. And once again, this is NBL Live for Karina Leagues. Expert comments tonight. Thanks to Community Bank in Logan. Timeouts. Thanks to the Waterloo Bay Hotel, Drury Forbes, alongside Braden Hazelhurst, as both sides making their way out onto the court. Braden, and we spoke about Alan Williams at length in the opening two quarters. It looks like he's going to start the third. Yeah, I think that's a good move from Coach Mike Kelly because the one thing you don't want as a coach, you don't want Alan Williams sitting on the bench with that fourth foul, but the game's out of reach. So really trying to attack this 
third quarter because they are the best third quarter scoring team in the league with 24.4 points a game. So critical quarter for both teams. So the Phoenix doing well in the third. Here's the bullet. Sobey with the three with the opening possession. It didn't go. Williams with the rebound and did well to keep it in, in play. Acrobatic from Williams who found Creek and now the Phoenix have it. So Bullets, the Sobe three missing, and the Phoenix have it. On the floor for them, their starters. Williams is on with four, and here's Brown lost his footing. Rejected by Tyrell Harrison. Now the block was on, and now Norton. He has the ball stolen from Moller. It's end to end here early in the third. Still no change to the halftime score. Bullets by 17, and Williams finds Creek, who missed an open layup. Sobey copped a hit to the head. It wasn't called there from Cummings, who now lights up the three and nails it as the Phoenix. The Phoenix hit the first three-pointer of the third quarter. Yeah, huge hit there from Will Cummings, and to me, he's one player they need to get going. Had, I think, the opening four points of the game, and then really didn't touch it after that, so huge hit there for the Phoenix. Terrell Harrison, lovely move on Mitch Creek with the reverse layup. And end-to-end -end stuff again. The Phoenix wastes no time. Here's Cummings looking to make it. Two threes in the quarter. Uncontested. And Williams just the will to get that rebound. He had two bullets all over and Phoenix still have it. 61-45, 16-point margin in favour of Brisbane. Here's Gary Brown. He puts up the one-hander. He wanted the foul. Williams again with the offensive board. Now he gets fouled. And Alan Williams will go to the line, surely. And he will. So shooting foul, Alan Williams to shoot two free throws for the Phoenix. Now I know Alan Williams gets the foul call there from referee Jackie Dover, but I think we saw it there from Gary Brown as well. I think Southeast Melbourne Phoenix this game have been caught up too much in trying to play for the fouls rather than just playing a score. And we're seeing it early in this third quarter once again. So Williams getting booed by the crowd. He's a very good free throw shooter for a big man, isn't he? Yeah, just has great touch around the basket and from that mid-range area. So really talented big man. Hits both of them. So a solid start from the visitors. As we heard from Braden, they're number one ranked in the NBL for scoring in the third quarter in season NBL 24. And so 61 to 47, that's a 5-2 start for the Phoenix. It's with the bullets. Daniel to Mitch Norton. They've got their starters on. Norton lost his footing. Well defended by Cummings. Comes away with the steal. And there's a foul, is it, on the Phoenix? Yeah, Will Cummings just a bit over-aggressive after Mitch Norton fell down. But immediately in this third quarter, we've seen the Phoenix go to that 2-3 zone where you're sort of guarding a space more than a man. And that is to try and protect Alan Williams with his fourth foul. So an inbound here for the Brisbane Bullets. Foul against the Phoenix, 61 to 47. Eight minutes remaining. Early exchanges in the second. Bannon pulls up a mid-ranger. Offensive board, Harrison. That one's going to hurt the Phoenix. And coach Mike Kelly, their coach killers those offensive boards. And Harrison makes them pay. Here comes Cummings now. Alan Williams puts on the move on Harrison. And there to finish it off there was Moller for the Phoenix. How Williamson's shot was off and Moller was there. So 63 to 49. 
Two and a half gone in the third. And Moller with the steal. Here comes Southeast Melbourne. Moller, he'll go all the way, but he gives away an offensive foul. That was silly from Moller. He ran straight into Mitch Norton and poleaxed him. Yeah, Mitch Norton read that like a picture book from Craig Moller. Really telegraphed which way he was going. And Mitch Norton's way too smart for that. Stays right in front. But we've seen the Bullets, a couple of offensive possessions. They only had one turnover in the first half, but already two to start this third quarter. So really need to address that and try and protect the ball as much as they can. As you mentioned, the zone D from the Phoenix protecting Alan Williams. Do you like that ploy from Coach Kelly as we see a turnover? Well, I think it's the only ploy you can really have to try and keep him out of foul trouble. Here comes Cummings off the glass. Well said, Braden. And Cummings... Adds a two for the Phoenix. So a hot start for them here in the third term. They're off to a 9-4 start. And it's now a 12-point margin and another steal. And there's Gary Brown laying it up like a man. Could Timeout called thanks to Waterloo Bay Hotel. Yeah, he couldn't get high enough for the jam, Gary Brown. But as I mentioned just before, the Bullets really struggling to execute offensively against this 2-3 zone from the Phoenix. That's their third turnover to start this third quarter, and it's led to several runouts for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. So timeout called my coach, Justin Shuler. And a wonderful start to this third term by the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. And 7.15 to play here in the third quarter. And the margin now only 10. In fact, seven minutes to play in the third. 63 plays 53. An 11-4 start here in the third term for the visitors. Of course, you'll catch every home game for the Brisbane Bullets right here on SEN's NBA Live throughout the season. Coach Justin Shuler and his men Great to have you with us tonight. Drury Forbes alongside Braden Hesselhurst. It's a 10-point game at Nissan Arena. And Coach Justin Shuler has reacted with a couple of super subs. Braden, Aaron Baines back on the floor. And alongside Chris Smith as well. So looking for a bit more smart offensively, see if they can execute. But at the moment, it's been 11-4 uh, to start this quarter for Phoenix. So really important period here for the Brisbane Bullets. Sobe at the top of the key, thought about the three. And uh, a little dance in his way towards the paint. Gets it back from McDaniel. Corner three, Sobe missed everything. Baines with the rebound, he missed as well, but he got fouled. And two free throws coming up for Aaron Baines. It's not against Alan Williams. Yeah, those type of missed shots from Nathan Sobe are really hard to guard on the rebounds there from the Phoenix. And Aaron Baines just able to find the ball and get the foul there on Mitch Creek. So a good way to stop the momentum is to try and get to the foul line and really slow the game down. So good move here from Aaron Baines. And Baines, another great free throw shooter for a big, I say, as he misses his first. That's all the uh, uh, always the way it happens, isn't it, Drury? You're not wrong, Hoff. Our hands up here at Nissan Arena as Baines hits the second. And that stems the run of the Phoenix, 64 to 53. The margin was 17 at halftime. Now back to 11 in favour of the Brisbane Bullets. And we've got a double dribble call here against the Phoenix. Turnover. Yeah, he tried to get away with it, Will Cummings, but turned around and switched hands before putting the ball on the floor. So let's see if the Bullets can take advantage. Sam McDaniel again 
an unsung hero for this bullet side tonight, Chris Smith. Bannon, and now McDaniel looking for the three, got the shot off. Comes up short, Phoenix rebound. As Gary Brown gets around McDaniel, can he get around Sobey? Oh, you bet you he can! And he'll get the foul too. So foul on Sobey, who picks up his third. And Brown with a free throw coming up to complete the three-point play. And we're seeing the effects of that 2-3 zone from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. And actually a really good possession there from the Bullets. They get it in that high post. And then they find Sam McDaniel on the skip pass. He needs to be able to shoot that without taking the dribble. He takes the dribble, shoots an out-of-rhythm shot, turns into a transition opportunity for Gary Brown. Who hits the free throw. And the margin, all of a sudden, only eight points, single digits. So Southeast Melbourne. Never Mike Kelly said at the break, it's worked. Here's Isaac White, who's just come on the floor and banks it in for the Bullets. Yeah, really good sub there from coach Justin Schuller. Gets more offense on the floor against this 2-3 zone with Isaac White. First possession, gets a nice drive to the rim and a nice finish there from White. Off the glass, Gary Brown again delivers for the Phoenix. Showing his class here, Gary Brown. Takes it back to an eight-point deficit for the Phoenix. So he's still on with those three fouls. Isaac White, Chris Smith in the corner. We know he's a lights-out shooter. Takes on Mitch Craig and prevails. Fortune favours the brave and Chris Smith with the goods. Again, like I said earlier, he is much better shooting off the catch rather than putting the ball on the floor. Some fancy footwork made Mitch Creek turn around as well and a great hit there from Chris Smith. But right now, they need to do a better defensive job on Gary Brown and Will Cummings. Even though Cummings is off the floor at the moment, Gary Brown and Will Cummings dominate the offensive end. Big three to relieve the pressure from Chris Smith, Gary Brown. And... It's going to be a call here against the Bullets. It's not a shooting foul, but again, we're seeing that theme continuing. Braden, just a lot of fouls in this game. Yeah, Mitch Norton, you don't mind that if you're Coach Shuler, though. Norton known for his physical pressure on Gary Brown and just gets uh, too aggressive there in the foul there from Michael Allen. Mike Kelly persisting with Alan Williams on the floor. He's locking up Baines here. A little bit of a push from Baines. Doesn't get called. Bannon with the rebound right in front of Braden Hazelhurst, that one. And the Bullets have it, Bannon to Isaac White. Now Bannon again, being that linking player, Chris Smith involved in the offense. Baines never far away from the contact. Thinks about the three here, Baines lines it up. Rebound, Alan Williams for the Phoenix. Interestingly, see the Phoenix go back to a man defense on that possession. Here's Creek penetrating off the glass and one. 69 to 60, the margin. Nine, and chance to go back to eight with Mitch Creek headed to the free-throw line for the Phoenix. Yeah, interesting subs here from Coach Mike Kelly. I know Mitch Creek had the last bucket, but as I mentioned, I thought Will Cummings and Gary Brown have dominated this quarter, and he's taken them both out at the moment. So uh, on the other end, though, Mitch Creek, as I mentioned in the first half, every time he gets the ball in the post, he's been a threat for the Phoenix, and to me, the Bullets need to try and trap him as soon as he catches it and get the ball out of his hands. And Creek misses the free throw. Was it off Josh Bennon? Though they might get it back here, Southeast Melbourne. So one of those players that's come on has been Ben Air. Looks like Ruben Tarangi, the former Brisbane Bullet, originally from Auckland, coming on. He's made it a trifecta, Braden. He's pulled Mitch Creek out of the game. So perhaps just a little bit of a breather and wants to really finish this quarter strong at the back end of it. 
Coach Mike Kelly, I know you're shaking your head, Braden, but uh, there's got to be some method to the madness. Here's Ben Eyre for the Phoenix, top of the key. Thought about the three. Alan Williams. Williams v. Baines. Williams gets the foul call and the roll, and he's fired up the big man. We've seen it again every time he catches it in that mid-post area. He's really tricky with those handles for a big man and then just elevates over Bangs and Bangs gets caught with an elbow in his stomach and that's what leads to the end one there. So big make from Alan Williams. But as you mentioned, Drew, those three in Creek, Cummings and Gary Brown on the bench, we do see that a lot in modern day coaching. Rather than just sticking to what's working, they do stick to their substitution plan that they have before the game. Indeed. And uh, one thing's for sure, Alan Williams isn't going anywhere. And Williams, he's carrying four fouls, but... He's got 14 points, and he's having a massive influence here on this third term. Chris Smith, another three. He's already hit one this quarter, and he got fouled in the act of shooting. It's a foul-a-thon still here at this arena, and Chris Smith with three free throws coming right up. And I know he's one of my best mates, but not a great play there from Matt Kenyon. That's a coach killer, closing out to a three-point shooter and fouling Chris Smith and sending him to the foul line for three shots. So... Not good defense there from Matt Kenyon. We see the Phoenix go straight back to that 2-3 zone and Will Cummings coming back on the floor as well. You mentioned Chris Smith's a great catch-and-shoot play. What about yourself, Braden? Were you, did you like it off the dribble? Or that, were you... No, I was only strictly catch-and-shoot. I had a coach called Rob Scheibner when I played seniors, and if I put the ball on the floor, he yelled, what are you doing, and put me straight back on the bench. Well, there you have it. Straight from the Hoff's mouth. Chris Smith hits the first. The American import coming off a season in the Pro League in Japan, Chris Smith. And uh, we saw plenty of Japanese fans earlier here for Chris Smith with their Smith jerseys. Yeah, basketball travels global, mate. He hits all three, Chris Smith. And against that 2-3 zone for the Phoenix, they really need to look at attacking through Isaac White and Chris Smith, two guys who can shoot the ball really well from the perimeter, and we saw that on the previous possession there for the Bullets. Well, he's been the one player that's really just relieved the pressure for the Bullets when the Phoenix went on a run. He hit that three earlier, and then three free throws there as uh, Williams just missing with the one-handed floater. Just missed. He was disappointing himself there. Alan Williams, Bullets have it. And now, is that a foul against Williams? There's a foul here against the Phoenix, Braden. Can I just say, that is a horrible call from the referee. We've seen Bainsey get away with several bumps on Alan Williams. Bainsey runs through the middle of the floor. Uh, Alan Williams just stands there, maybe a little bit of a check. Bainsey does exaggerate the contact, and the ref blows the whistle straight away. And now Alan Williams is fouled out. To me, that's poor officiating there. I couldn't agree more with you, Braden. Those, those two players have been giving it to each other all quarter. And uh, I was about to say earlier, it's great to see the no calls. It's great to see it as long as they're consistent. But that's not consistency. Not at all. Like I said, we've seen Bainsey get away. And like we said, we're not saying... Don't let him do it because we love that physicality, especially between the big guys. But you got to let the other player do it. And Baines, he's been getting away with a lot down this end. And then Alan Williams gets a ticky-tack foul down the other end. And both teams now already with four minutes to play in the third term. Both teams over the limit. Both teams in the bonus. And uh, just disappointing. It's also robbed the fans of a spectacle. I mean, Alan Williams is a big part as to why the Phoenix are coming back into this game. 
And, uh, yeah, as you say, couldn't agree more. We've Bainsey and Williams been giving it just as much as each other all, all quarter. And we've seen worse than that than what we saw just then from Williams and we have already from Bainsey in the third. Yeah, and just as we saw the replay on the big screen of the foul that was caught on Alan Williams, I managed to catch the facial expressions of South East Melbourne Phoenix CEO Tommy Greer, and he did not look happy with that foul call on Alan Williams there. So the South East Melbourne Phoenix Chief, not very happy with that foul call. So the score, officially at the moment, 72 to 63. The Bullets leading by nine and the clock has been adjusted 355 remaining in the third quarter we've got a timeout thanks to the waterloo bay hotel visit the waterloo bay hotel it's live it's loud it's affordable brayden and it's also delicious there we go 72 to 63. the other thing you can look at too with that alan williams being found out now too is you got it to single digits Maybe instead of Will Cummings, Gary Brown, Mitch Creek, you could have taken off Alan Williams at that period because you're sort of back in the game rather than leaving him in when Baines is back on the floor. So maybe Mike Kelly could have pulled him at that stage. But again, I hate hammering the referees, but that's a really poor call, and I'm really disappointed we don't get to see Alan Williams for the rest of this game. And we don't know, do we? Maybe Mike Kelly was about to do exactly that before we saw that, uh, well... It's a poor call. There's no other way to describe it. It's been going on all quarter from both players and not being called. So the Bullets now with the inbound from Chris Smith. Norton and uh, Nathan Sobey. That's a luxury Shula has. He's given Nathan Sobey a rest here at the moment. DJ Mitchell is on. Pulls up the three. Mitchell from the top of the arc and hits. Yeah, interestingly, with Alan Williams fouled out, South East Melbourne opting to stay with the 2-3 zone. You've got to be able to find DJ Mitchell. He can knock down the three. Too wide open at the top of the key. Here's Tarangi taking it all the way. He was fouled, though. So he'll take two shots. So we'll just have a look at this Phoenix lineup. Who's playing centre at the moment? It's not Mitch Creek, is it? Yeah, I believe it's Mitch Creek going small. He's got some uh, experience Ooh, at that position over the last couple of years with the Phoenix. So the one thing about Mitch Creek is... He might be smaller than playing against Aaron Baines and that, but he is very, very strong. So he'll be able to compete. But we've seen Justin Schuller try to match the Phoenix at the moment rather than keep with Aaron Baines because he's been subbed out and now Bannon back in. So Tarangi at the line, the former Brisbane Bullet. On point with the first. Really interesting that move from Coach Schuller because we saw Tyrell Harrison and Aaron Baines really dominate the Phoenix when they went to those smaller lineups in the first half, but Schuller opting to match the, the small lineup of the Phoenix. Tarangi hits both. Oh, 75 to 65, it's a 10 point margin. Alan Williams has fouled out if you just joined us with the 14 points. He was having a good game. Mitchell thought about another three. White corner three, well defended, has to go in for the mid-ranger. And that one unsuccessful. Tarangi with the board for the Phoenix. They only trailed by 10, trailed by 17 at the break. And here's Gary Brown. And we're just starting to see a glimpse of the Gary Brown show here in the third quarter. Great hesitation from Brown. Really slows down and then kills DJ Mitchell off the bounce. Great move there from Gary Brown. Eight point margin again. Norton to Bennon. And got the roll to Josh Bennon. So back to that 10-point margin. Here's Cummings penetrating. Floater, short. Bannon with the rebound. Bullets. Turning defense into offense through Norton. 
Cop to check. Cummings in defence from Mitchell. White again comes in and takes the two points on offer. Not the first time we've seen White shaping for that corner three and then just starts to penetrate and takes the easy two on offer. That's the threat that a good shooter gives the opposition defence. They close out hard. He's able to blow straight past and get a layup. That's a great move there from Isaac White. 12 points to margin, two and a quarter to go. There's Brown. Oh, that was a tough shot off the glass in the paint. One of the... Uh, the foul as well didn't get it. Ten points to margin. Two points to play in the third. Phoenix fired up. Bullets maintaining their advantage. Chris Smith. Finds DJ Mitchell who's fresh. And now here's Isaac White taking that corner three. Rebound to the Phoenix. 79 to 69. Brisbane over southeast Melbourne. A minute and three quarters remaining in the third term. Foul on Isaac White. So heading to the line will be Brown. Both teams over the limit. Bad awareness there from the Bullets on the offensive end. I thought DJ Mitchell, who's had a really good game tonight, had a mismatch in the post. Instead, threw, threw it out to Isaac White straight away. you got the smaller Will, Will Cummings on you, just go to work and put him in the weight room and try and get your way to the basket. Instead, you, get up, you end up uh, taking a contested three-point shot and it ends up in two free throws down the other end. Needs to make these Brown just to keep Phoenix within a sniff. They've had their challenges tonight, Southeast Melbourne. And Gary Brown, he leads all scorers now with 22 points. Having a big third term, Gary Brown, the Puerto Rican international, as Bannon gets fouled. And you can count it. The foul will go on Mitch Creek as well, just to rub salt into the Phoenix wounds. That'll be the third personal for Mitch Creek as Bennon heads to the free throw line. We spoke about the IQ and the playmaking ability of Josh Bannon before the game. There he fakes the dribble handoff to Isaac White. Mitch Creek playing to White instead of Bannon, able to slip the dribble handoff and find his way to the bucket for an M1. That's a great move there. From Left hand to Josh Bannon. First year in the NBL. Misses. 81 to 71, 90 seconds to go here in the third. Cummings weaving his way through traffic from the free throw line under pressure. Misses. DJ Mitchell rebound. McDaniel back on Norton. And both teams playing small ball at the moment. Is Isaac White taking on Creek? Took the contact. Isaac White. That's one thing Isaac White does really well. As soon as he gets towards the keyway, if you stay in front of him, he gets right into your chest to take away the chance of a shot block and great drive again from Isaac White. It's Creek with the move. She couldn't get it to go. Unlucky roll there from Mitch Creek. Looked like it was going in. So 83 to 71, 45 seconds remaining. Bullets lead by 12. Phoenix leading the quarter by five. Isaac White to Bannon, stripped of it by Tarangi. Norton scraps for it out to McDaniel, who fires. Rebound, DJ Mitchell. He takes the corner three. And Mike Kelly wants to challenge something. There's no. What's going on here? Is Alan Williams coming back on the court? Alan Williams is on the floor. Oh, they had a successful coach's challenge. On the foul of Williams. On the foul of Williams before. Must have been called on someone else instead of Williams. 
and he gets to stay on the floor. So big move there from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix to keep their star big man on the court. Oh, that's huge. That is huge. We didn't even see the coach's challenge or anything before as well. So done on the bit of a, a deal there from the Sunshine, uh, the Sunshine Coast Phoenix, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Well, Alan Williams, and he's on the floor. Kelly's got him straight back in the game. 12-point margin, 83 to 71. Brown lights it up from three. That was deep. That was in the car park. He missed. Offensive board, Williams. They'll have the final say here, the Phoenix. Seconds counting down, 12 seconds to go. 12-point game. Corner three, Tarangi. He's off. Who's going to get the board? Mitchell does. Still six seconds here for the Brisbane Bullets. Stolen by Brown. Guess who? And a travel call on Gary Brown. Thought for a moment he was going to get three free throws. He was guarded heavily, but a travel the call. Brisbane ball, 2.8 seconds remaining. 12-point lead to the Bullets. And they'll have the final play here of the third. As Williams is subbed out to avoid that fifth foul. To me here, 2.8 seconds. You've got to get the ball in Isaac White hands. See if what he can create. He's the only person that really has the threat of hitting the outside shot. So the inbound here from DJ Mitchell. Isaac White's very deep. They go shorter to Norton. And he loses his footing. Harrison from half court. Just misses the big fella. So an entertaining third. 83 to 71, the third quarter score. And the Phoenix, Brandon, they do win that quarter and uh, just give themselves a little bit of hope. Every Brisbane Bullets home game, live and exclusive. Proudly presented by Karina Leagues. Visit us at karinaleagues.com.au. NBL Live on SEN and the SEN app. This is NBL Live for Carina Leagues Club. It's the Bullets and the Phoenix NBL Round 6 action. It's Indigenous Round here at Nissan Arena. And what a highly charged match we're witnessing here tonight. Final quarter coming up. The Bullets with a 12-point advantage, 83-71. to 71. Tyrell Harrison leads the Bullets with 14 points. Gary Brown for the Phoenix with 22 Braden Hazelhurst, what a match. The Bullets lead by 12, but the Phoenix just refused to go away. Yeah, the Phoenix really dominated the first five minutes of that quarter. The Bullets much better to finish, but still, Southeast Melbourne right back in this game, and it's the stats I spoke to you about at halftime. The Bullets only had one turnover at halftime, had four that quarter. They were winning the second chance point 13 to 0, now it's 16 to 10. So the areas the Bullets were dominating in the first half, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix returned the favour in the third quarter. They won their first quarter, the Phoenix, 29 to 24, and we'll start with the ball here as the fourth quarter underway. Alan Williams battling Tyrell Harrison at the five at the moment, finds Creek Williams, an assist for Williams, that's his value, and Creek scores to make it an eight-point game. Here come the Phoenix. Great execution there from the Phoenix. The Bullets fronted Mitch Creek in the post and Alan Williams able to find him on the high-low pass of Mitch Creek with the opening points of the fourth quarter. And Sobey dispossessed. So Sobey's back on the floor and loses it in the first possession. Creek did well not to touch that as the ball trickled out of play. So 83 to 73 the score as Brown was off with the deep two, wanted the foul again. Phoenix with the only bucket of the fourth. Inside the opening minute, Sobey 
Taking on Creek and now coming across to Guardian Cummings. Here's Bannon near the foul line. Goes against Williams. And Williams, of course, trying not to give away that foul. And Bannon scores. 85 to 73. Back to that 12-point margin. Nine minutes to go. Williams taking on Harrison. Gets underneath him. And uh, little Cummings there with the offensive board who was fouled. Wasn't in the act of shooting, so the Phoenix maintained possession of all people. Braden, the smallest man on the court, coming away with the rebound underneath the ring. Yeah, the Bullets needed to do better on the defensive board there, but again, against that Southeast Melbourne Phoenix 2 3 zone, Josh Bannon able to find his way to the middle way too easy, and that results in a layup. So now Brown from the inbound pass, and again, just off, he's just missed on two deep two point attempts. Brown earlier in this fourth. Disappointed in himself. Sobey, can he be the man to really reignite the bullets? There's a layup from Sobey to open his account in the fourth quarter. That's now 11 points for the Brisbane Bullets captain. I love that move from Nathan Sobey. If there's one area the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix are vulnerable, it's the defense of their guards, and Sobey attacks them, takes them right to the rim for a layup. Williams double team this time, foul on Cummings, and he'll head to the free throw line for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. They're not out of this one uh, just yet, Southeast Melbourne. They're showing some real grit and determination and resilience, aren't they, Braden? Yeah, and it's been through their guards. I think Gary Brown and Will Cummings have been really exceptional here in the second half and really forced their way to the basket and tried to create plays for their team from there. So as we see again, Will Cummings back to the free throw line. And Will Cummings, the American import. Misses the first free throw. Can we get a fourth? Are you hungry? Not at all, mate. Not at all. <laughs> People won't believe it, but I'm not hungry. So Cummings misses the first, hits the second. 87 plays 74. It's a 13-point ball game here at the Nissan Arena with 8 minutes and 18 seconds remaining. Bullets possession. Norton on the floor with Bannon. Sobey, Baines has just come on, and McDaniel on the floor for Brisbane. Here's Sobey. Sobey getting around a couple. Oh, Nathan Sobey around around half the Phoenix and making it look easy off the glass for the easy layup. Back-to-back -back layup from Nathan Sobey. The Phoenix need to do a better job on the defensive end. As Williams loses it, and Williams wanted the foul. There was contact from Baines. Williams not happy, though. It was a 50-50. And there is a timeout called thanks to the Waterloo Bay Hotel. So a real dogged battle out there. Don't let the scoreline fool you. At the moment, it's the Bullets with a comfortable lead, but the Phoenix refused to go. And they are throwing everything at Brisbane at the moment. Yeah, watch out for a change defensively from Mike Kelly because that 2-3 zone is not working right now because Nathan Sobey has been able to find his way all the way to the basket two possessions in a row, and that's way too easily, too easy. And one thing about a 2-3 zone is sometimes it can throw teams out of their rhythm offensively, but once they do find that rhythm, it's really hard to stop them. And now down 15 points, you need to try and create more possessions in a game to try and get back in the game and reduce this 15-point lead. So I know you're trying to keep Alan Williams and the likes out of foul trouble, but if you're Mike Kelly, you probably have to increase the pressure defensively. 
Brisbane Bullets lead the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix 89 to 74. It's a 15 point margin. 7.59 left on the clock. Looks like the clock might have been adjusted to 7.54. You're listening to SEN's coverage of the NBL 24 season. Great to have you with us. You'll catch every home game of the Brisbane Bullets NBL 24 campaign right here on SEN. Drury Forbes alongside Braden Hazelhurst, Logan Thunder women's coach. And both teams back out on the floor. Chris Smith is on the floor for Brisbane now. Sophie's still on for the Phoenix. They're persisting with Alan Williams, Mitch Creek. Also Moller, Air. And also on the floor for them, of course, Brown. And Brown comes up with a steal, does he, on Sobey? No, it's like a pinball machine out there. Sobey and Brown. Creek flies in. And uh, we're probably going to see a jump ball, I'd imagine. Yeah, Brisbane Arrow. So, as I mentioned, expect increased defensive pressure from the Phoenix. Gary Brown and Ben Air really pressuring the ball at the top of the keyway and almost got the steal there from Gary Brown. So 89 to 74, 7:36 remaining. Uh, now it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a Brisbane inbound here. Can be taken by Josh Bannon. Desperate for the stop here, Phoenix, out of the timeout. And Bannon taking his time. Williams got a hand to it. It's gone out of play again. Gee, almost five seconds there from Josh Bannon. Eighty-nine to seventy-four. Second off the clock. Bannon take two here from him. Sobey the target. Find Sobey corner three from Sobey, and he's off. Moller rebound. Phoenix have it. Ben Air up the floor. Just raising the tempo here. Southeast Melbourne. Moller thought about the three. Off to Gary Brown. One of three imports. Back to Moller. He's got Sobey on him. And Moller takes on. Sobe, it's an air ball. And Bannon, happy to watch that one go out of play. To me, that's really poor execution from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. That's a play you run for Mitch Creek, not for Craig Moller. Mitch Creek's been dominant from the post this game. And instead, he's back cutting and sitting on the other corner and watching Craig Moller go to work. Poor execution there from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix offensively. 89 to 74. Seven minutes remaining. This is NBL Live, thanks to Karina Leagues. Norton able to get into the paint. The fadeaway off the glass misses. Rebound. Here's Gary Brown. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Distributes to Mitch Creek for the layup. Transition basketball from the Phoenix. And it's a 13-point ball game. Yeah, as we get the floor wipers on the court to clean up a wet patch. But that's what we expect from Southeast Melbourne Phoenix going down the last almost seven minutes of this game. Try and force the Bullets either into turnovers or tough shots, and then you can push in transition and use the likes of Gary Brown, Mitch Creek, in their athleticism to get yourself going offensively. Played some big minutes tonight, Mitch Creek. 17 points for him. Brown leads all scorers with 22. Tyrell Harrison still leading Brisbane scorers with 14. Not on the floor at the moment. Chris Smith pulls up the three. He's hit some big shots tonight. Offensive board, Bannon back to Norton. Gets past Brown, looking for help. Norton fouled by Mitch Creek. And it might be a shooting foul. What do you reckon, Braden? Definitely a shooting foul. He had picked up the ball before the foul occurred. Really love the aggression we're seeing from Mitch Norton offensively. 
since he's been with the Bullets. We didn't see that much over the last sort of one or two years when he was at the Perth Wildcats, but not known as a shooter and an offensive threat, more an organiser. But when he's need to, he's really been aggressive offensively, and it's led to a lot of good things for the Brisbane Bullets. So Norton up the line for the Brisbane Bullets. Some crucial free throws coming up just to maintain that gap. Missed to take it out to 15 as Mitch Norton hits the first. Mitch Norton, two-time NBL champ, 184-centimetre guard, and he's played for the Crocs, the Hawks, and Perth. Uh, originally from Townsville, is he, Mitch Norton? Yes, I coached against him in the Under-18 State Championships where he had 54 points to beat us in, I believe, a semi-final. So was quite the star junior, Mitch Norton. Baptism of fire for you there, Brad. You've gone up on, of course, to bigger and better things since then. Here's Creek penetrating in the paint, and that should be a foul on Baines. And Creek will go to the line. That's some aggressive defense from the Bullets, and Mitch Creek, he persevered, and he'll get two free throws for his troubles. You mentioned going on to bigger and better things, mate. As an assistant coach, I never had much answers that day. Someone had <laughs> 54 points. Of course, just signed a new deal with the Logan Thunder women's team. Congratulations. Thanks, mate. Thanks, As coach. Looking forward to, to going back and try and uh, add to the championships we've won so far. But, again, we've seen Mitch Creek go to the foul line again. I, I've lost count of how many times he's gone to the post and it's resulted in foul shots. So the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix really need to go to that as much as they can in the last six minutes of this game. And Creek misses the second, but they get the offensive board. Rejected there was Moller by Baines. They'll get the ball back to Phoenix. Not a bad outcome. Creek only hitting the first, but they will get the ball back. 91 to 77. Though That margin, though, just gradually increasing. Now out to 14. The Bullets leading. 6-12 on the clock. Air with the inbound to Williams. Alley-oop to Creek. Was he fouled by Bannon? Officials say yes. And Creek will head back to the free throw line. Yeah, that'll be Bannon's fourth as well. You're always in trouble when you're not facing the ball. You're turning, just facing the play. You're always going to make contact, and the refs are always going to call that. But good execution there from the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Bannon is replaced by Sam McDaniel, who's back on. Interesting with that substitution is who gets the matchup on Mitch Creek. I would expect Sam McDaniel go to him, but. Mitch Creek has a bit of a height advantage with that matchup, so interesting couple of minutes here for the Mitch Creek matchup. As Creek hits the first free throw, second coming up, Mitch Creek. And off the backboard in for the second. So Mitch Creek now. He's finds himself with 20 points. 91 to 79. The margin 12. Six minutes to go. Still plenty of time for Southeast Melbourne. Sobe pulls up the three. There was contact there when he landed. Not called. Rebound Baines. Could go himself here. Baines thought about the hook shot. McDaniel back to Isaac White. This will light up the crowd. Rebound again. Brisbane Chris Smith. White again finds himself with the ball. And again decides to penetrate for the two. And again another foul. So White will go to the free throw line. Willie Baines thought he had an easy bucket. That's five on Alan Williams as well. We thought he was fouled out before, but Isaac White, as I mentioned before, so good and so crafty at getting into the body of the bigger defenders, and he does it once again there. 
Aaron Baines had a putback if they didn't call the foul, but Isaac White so crafty on those type of drives, and it leads to Alan Williams being fouled out for the second time. <laughs> uh, he's had a good game, though, Alan Williams. He's only got 14 points to show for it. He certainly made an impact out there tonight, made his presence known as we see yet another timeout. Thanks to the Waterloo Bay Hotel. Braden, one of your favourites. Absolutely, mate. I keep saying it. The Brisbane's Bayside, you can't get much better than having a drink or enjoying a meal down by the water. But uh, to me, as you mentioned, you've been waiting for it all season. He's had five games out, but this has been by far Aaron Baines' best game this year. Really had an impact, and we've seen sort of an insight into how good that big man partnership can be for the Bullets with both Tyrell Harrison and Aaron Baines. Timeout thanks to the Waterloo Bay Hotel. Live, loud, affordable and delicious. And Braden Hasselhurst, our expert commentator. Thanks to Community Bank Logan. Back with Community Bank in Logan. Plenty to talk through from both coaches. We'll start with the Phoenix, Braden. What do you think Mike Kelly's message is right now? Well, to me, you've got to be better defensively. You can't allow someone like Isaac White that much space on a drive. So, as I mentioned earlier, there's not much left in this game. Only 5 minutes 45, you're down 12. So, you really need to try and force as many stops as you can. Try and pick up the pace as well so you can run the floor and try and get some quick and easy buckets left. Mitch Creek, Will Cummings and Gary Brown go to work. To me, if it slows down, it has to go to Mitch Creek every possession. Let him slow the game down by getting to the free throw line. The clock stops, allows you to be able to set up some extended pressure defensively and try and work on the Bullets deficit from there. Just quickly, Justin Shuler's message. Slow down, execute your stuff offensively, try and attack the paint and get to the free throw line as much as you can. Get the ball in Sobey's hands. Sobey's hands, but he's got to be much better than that last contested three with 18 seconds still left on the shot clock. So, as I said, get through your stuff and then let the ball end up in Nathan Sobey's hands at the end of the shot clock. So Isaac White to the free throw line. I'm just repeating, Alan Williams has eventually fouled out. 14 points he finishes with, 7 rebounds and 4 assists. So not a bad stat line considering the minutes he played as Isaac White successful with the first free throw attempt. So 92 to 79 and he misses a second Isaac White but Baines with the board and then stolen. And emerging with it here is Cummings who takes on Chris Smith and scores. So a quick bucket needed for the Phoenix. 92 to 81. 11 points, 5 minutes 20 remaining. Still plenty of time. And another foul as well, importantly for the Phoenix. Braden, just keep your eye on that. We'll head, we'll uh, put Brisbane over the limit. As we see a foul on Sobey from Cummings, but uh, that's the third team foul there from the Phoenix, but the Bullets already on four. Yeah, not a great job there from Will Cummings. Tried to draw the charge, but he was way out of position and leads to the block there, so Nathan Sobey again looking to be aggressive. Again, the Bullets need to settle down a little bit, try and get through their stuff, make the Phoenix guard a full 24 seconds on the shot clock. So the Bullets, Chris Smith, from Isaac White. Now they find Sobey. Sobey from the car park. Almost gets it to go. Rebound Phoenix. That was a long way out. Not quite on the Bunnings Warehouse logo. 
And uh, surely a little bit of uh, goaltending perhaps there from the Bullets. Might be a bucket here for the Phoenix, Braden. We'll stay with the officials. Yeah, foul and the goaltend. So only one shot coming from Gary Brown. That's an M1. They didn't... A poor defensive transition there for the Brisbane Bullets. No one picks up the ball. Leads to a wide-open layout there from Gary Brown. The foul... And Nathan Sobey hangs on the rim as well, so it's an M1. So poor defensive possession there from the Bullets. Now, was that a foul against Sobey as well? Do we know? Because that would be his fourth if it was. I didn't see who the foul was on, so we'll wait to see the scoreboard come back up. Well, you could be waiting a while. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do know is the Phoenix. That was a big play from Brown. So it'll be 92-83 to 83 with a free throw coming to make it an eight-point ball game. Great to have you with us. Another Waterloo Bay Hotel timeout, mind you. This is NBL Live. Great to have you with us. And the foul was, in fact, on Nathan Sobey. So that's his fourth, Braden. It'll be interesting to see if Justin Schuller keeps him in the game at this juncture. Yeah, he will, because with South East Melbourne Phoenix have, grabbing the momentum back and only down nine, you need Nathan Sobey on there for offense. So you need to keep him in the game. But you need to do the simple things right defensively if you're the Bullets, and they didn't do that. The first two things you focus on in defensive transition is pick up the ball and then guard the basket back at your end, and they didn't do either on that occasion. Led to the Gary Brown M1. So just repeating, 92 to 83. As we approach the business end of this one, less than five minutes remaining. The final five. 92 to 83, free throw coming up here for Gary Brown. He's been sensational tonight, hasn't he? This for his 25th point. Yeah, been really good in the second half. I thought Mitch Norton did a defensive job on him in the first half, but it's been mostly in transition for Gary Brown, so been really impressive to lead Southeast Melbourne Phoenix back in this game. And no Nathan Sobey, Broden. Yeah, interesting move because you need to be able to execute offensively because you give up a couple of possessions, it could be a one-possession game for the Phoenix. So, good move, interesting move there from Coach Justin Schuller. Norton finds Chris Smith. Looking for the three. Chris Smith, geez, hit some clutch threes tonight. When his team has needed him the most, he has delivered. Chris Smith, and now air. Well, that was never going to go in. Pressure layup there. Turns it over. And a real momentum swing back the way the home team, the Brisbane Bullets. 96 to 84, the Bullets lead. Four and a half to play. Sobey off the floor with four fouls, 13 points. Norton looking to penetrate, takes on Tarangi. And Bannon with the board, he's also on four fouls. Misses, misses again, misses again. Eventually got fouled, gee, making it look <laughs> quite difficult. Close to the ring there was Josh Bannon, but he'll head to the free throw line. What about the effort from Josh Bannon, though? Southeast Melbourne Phoenix needed to do a better job of collapsing on the rebounds, but hard when you've got someone who's as persistent as Josh Bannon. That's what you need. And we spoke about the nitty-gritty areas that he's brought to this Bullets team, and none more evident than that possession there from Josh Bannon. So Bannon with the free throws coming up. Ten-point margin. Josh Bannon. To the crowd's delight, makes the first. Is that nice lefty stroke from the free throw line? Lefties always do seem it to right. have a nice looking shot. It's about to say lefties do it right, don't they? <laughs> first dad joke of the evening. So Bannon hits them both. 
bit early from bit early for Gary Glitter from the DJ here tonight with the game still in question. I'm not going to go there, Braden. Here come the bullets. 97 to 84. And another foul here on the Phoenix against, is it Gary Brown? Yep, that's his second, I'm hearing. Fourth team foul for the Phoenix. He's on 25 points tonight, Brown. So 97 to 84, 13-point margin, less than four to go. Bullets in control here. Good test here for the Bullets as well. Against Perth, Wildcats last week at RAC Arena, when the Wildcats increased the pressure of the later, latter stages of that game, the Bullets didn't handle that pressure really well. So really good test here for Coach Justin Schuller's team to see if they can handle that a little bit better because if they want to play finals, they've got to be able to handle these type of situations. Do you see the Brisbane Bullets playing finals this season? If they win this, they've beaten Perth in Perth, Tasmania at home, and South East Melbourne Phoenix. A one challenging road trip, and then two of the, the informed teams this competition, so definitely. <laughs> we finally got our answer. Phoenix is now or never for them. Brown, big thumbs up from Braden on the Bullets campaign this year as air misfires. Ricochet there off Kenyon it was. They look to keep it alive here, Southeast Melbourne. Out of play, it'll stay with the Phoenix. 3.33 remaining, 15-point margin. Both teams over the limit. Any foul will be free throws from here on in. And I would expect after this possession, expect Nathan Sobey to go back in for the Bullets. Tarangi must score here, the Phoenix, you would think. Creek takes Harrison on one-on-one. -on -one. And the pressure was enough from Harrison just to put off Mitch Creek. He missed. McDaniel down the other end. Mitch Norton commanding his troops. The point guard. Brown steps it up defensively. Norton takes them all on. Creek might have got a piece of it. As Norton missed. And now Brown to air who wanted the three but goes inside the canyon. Not on my watch, says Tyrell Harrison. The rejection from Harrison on Kenyon and then the foul followed up and the Brisbane Bullets will go to the line again. I think it's going to be Mitch Norton. Yeah, Kenyon didn't see Harrison coming from behind and not only did he block that, he blocked that with both hands. So a huge block there from Tyrell Harrison. He's been amazing once again tonight. And it's not so much his scoring and everything for me, it's those hustle and energy plays he's brought tonight. He's been impressive once again for the Brisbane Bullets. So he'll be back on the floor. Braden, as predicted, less than three to go for the Brisbane Bullets. As Norton hits the first, just. That brings up the century for the Brisbane Bullets, 100 to 84, they lead. Norton hits the second. So 2.57 on the clock. 101 to 84. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix with Brown, he's got 25 points. Creek with 20. No Alan Williams who's been, who's fouled out. And Tarangi puts on a nice move, gets it, makes his way all the way to the ring for the two off the backboard. 101-86, 15-point margin, 238 to play, Bullets ball. Really nice move there from Ruben Tarangi, but for me, 
the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix need to go quickly. You need more possessions in the game. You're still down 15. Now, Sobe in the game now finds Bannon early. Brown marking Sobe, Bannon. Back tracks to McDaniel. Now they come back to Sobe as the play breaks down. Sobe and uh, fires at the McDaniel corner three here. The left-hander in Bannon! Josh Bannon makes them pay. Big three. As Brown can't get it to go off the backboard and the Bullets honing in now on their fifth win of the season. Sobe taking on Creek goes himself. Off the backboard, Harrison couldn't get the offensive board. Comes back the way here of Nathan Sobe. He'll just wind down some more clock. It's all the Bullets here. 1.45 remaining. Sobe for three. And doesn't get it to go again, Sobe. So he's not quite having the night that he would have liked tonight, Nathan Sobe. But fortunately for him, it's been a collective effort. His teammates have really stepped up. Yeah, including the bigs in Aaron Baines and also Tyrell Harrison and Josh Bennett in particular. Yeah, they've been really good. It's been a real team effort. And again, the Brisbane Bullets have done it with Nathan Sobe out with foul trouble for a lot of this game. And to me, that's where the improvement has come in this Bullets team. They're able to handle adversity better than past years. And tonight, they handled that adversity way better than the South East Melbourne Phoenix have. Don't forget, you can catch every Brisbane Bullets home game of the NBL 24 season right here on SCN's NBL Live. Thanks to Karina Leagues. Head to karinaleagues.com.au. Great to have you with us. Hello to all our listeners through SCNQ Brisbane, SCN Sydney, SCNZ in New Zealand, of course, and via the SCN app. The Brisbane Bullets embarking on their fifth win of the season, 104 to 86. And uh, you know it's party time when the village people are playing, Braden. Yeah, and despite it being a Thursday night, the crowd is really into it here at Nissan Arena. Again, being treated to another impressive Brisbane Bull Bullets performance. Looking like three wins on the trot if they finish this off. So, great night here tonight at Nissan Arena. So, players back out on the floor. And uh, Shula keeping Sobe on the floor. Zakarski's on though. So Rocco Zakarski to get some minutes here in the final 1 minute 41. It's the Bullets by 18 points, 104 to 86. Bullets with the inbound straight to Rocco Zakarski. Real mismatch. Zakarski, oh he lost it. Tarangi comes away with it for South East Melbourne. Tarangi taking on Chris Smith. Did Zakarski get a piece of that? Offensive board to Matt Kenyon, and here is Kenyon, taking on Josh Bannon, and he got fouled. Kenyon will go to the free throw line. Yeah, good move there from Matt Kenyon. Kenyon against Josh Bannon, gets his way to the free throw line. Down the other end, thought that was a poor execution there for the Bullets. You need to know the situation. Phoenix are going to try and pressure the ball. You don't want the ball in Rocco Zakarski, the young fella's hands. Get the ball out, let him set a non-ball screen and let your creators like Nathan Sobey or Chris Smith create. So poor execution down the other end. We've got plenty of time to make up for it. Now, you know Matt Kenyon better than most. What's he like as a free throw shooter? Not the best shooter, self-admittedly. Uh, he has shot the ball okay from the three-point line. No more as a defensive threat as he knocks that one down. So I won't get in trouble for saying that. He's not the best shooter going around at the moment. Hits one of two. 
104 to 87 at minute 20 on the clock. Sobi. And stripped from behind him there by Owen Foxwell, who's on the floor for the Phoenix. Another young talent from Victoria. So one thing we've seen across the board through the teams in the NBL so far this season is a lot of young talent, whether it's for the next star or development players. So great to see across the competition. Sobe, a minute 12 remaining, only 13 points tonight. Just taking off some more clock for the Bullets. And then finds DJ Mitchell, alley-oop to Zakarski who got fouled. He, he opted not to slam dunk that Zakarski and then went on the second attempt, but he didn't get it to go. Did get the foul call, however. Well, I think he went up to slam the second one home, but uh, <laughs> Ruben Tarangi did the right thing for his team and, and fouled him across the arm. So good move there from the Brisbane Bullets, but good defense from Ruben Tarangi as well. So Zakarski, of course, a 17-year-old. Is he still 17? I believe so. I believe so. 17-year-old. Grew up in Brisbane. Brisbane's NBL next star hits down the first free throw. And uh, a player who's really had an opportunity with the Bain suspension. What have you made from what we've seen of Zakarski thus far? Been really impressive. Been better than I probably thought. And Coach Schuller said the same thing. Has really thrived in the opportunity that he's had with Aaron Baines uh, being suspended, and that gives the Bullets plenty of depth going forward. As Vague knocks down the three, Reese Vague, nothing bland about that shot. And Jay Mitchell, 106 to 90, 50 seconds remaining, he's double teamed. Zakarski unmarked. Zach White elects to just wind down some more clock. White. Again, finds his way for the easy two. Isaac White, he's so good at it. Yet the defence still have no answers. Yeah, really crafty. Able to use his jump shot as a threat to get defenders to run out to him. And then he forced his way to the basket. Isaac White, another good game here today. His Foxwell off the glass makes it count for two. Matthew Johns also on the floor. 25 seconds to go. 108 to 92. The Brisbane Bullets, what a performance. Mitchell. Now, here it is with Gabe Hadley. And Hadley dishes back to the top of the key with Isaac White. Shot clock counting down. Isaac White rejected by Vague. And here's Foxwell. He was fouled by Zakarski. And Foxwell, the Victorian to the free throw line. One thing you've seen from teams a lot this year is when the game's basically done, usually you'll see teams sort of just play it out and not shoot the ball. But there was a couple of teams that missed out in the finals last year because of percentage. So only a couple of baskets in it. So that's why you're seeing teams this year play out the game a lot more than in previous seasons. So here's Owen Foxwell. Misses the first. 3.9 seconds on the clock. Crowd satisfied here at Nissan Arena tonight. Foxwell misses the second offensive board, Phoenix. Final seconds for three. Matt Kenyon. No good. 108 to 92. The Brisbane Bullets have defeated the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix to move to five and four. Stay with us on NBL Live. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.